that since since we're talking about condiments now, that that Eagles story that someone tweeted at you last night had me. Oh man, I, I missed it at first. I just saw you tweeting <laughs> mustard pictures, and I was like, I don't, I don't get this at all. Let me scroll back, and when I finally found it, that was. I mean, that's that need that someone else said it, but that definitely needs to replace them throwing like snowballs and batteries at Santa. Oh, by far. Like that's you hear them for 20 years. They if they hitting folks with like five gallon bottles of mustard. Yeah, I'm staying as a vet, buddy, or the link, whatever it's called now. I'm, it's no place for me from that's distance. I said his uncle walked in in an Emmett Smith jersey for people that didn't hear it. And I from like the heavens, somebody hit him with like a five gallon tub of mustard. <laughs> And he said his uncle's in the hospital for two weeks. Like I'm, <laughs> I assume he's well now. But my God, I laughed my ass off last night. Yeah, the, <laughs> someone pointed it out. They were like, hey, "You guys are just laughing about attempted murder at this point." It's like, yeah, sure are. Yeah. What What's the issue? What's the static? <laughs> he didn't die. What's the What's What's the beef? I mean, I don't. I don't think he could have been like. Maybe I didn't see like part two of that. My uncle's in the hospital for two weeks. Next part of the tweet before he died to his injury. Yeah. <laughs> that Tariko hairline was was doing the math. He was like, "That's about thirty pounds." <laughs> That's so, a lot of fucking mustard. Imagine if someone just from from a uh, a different tier above you at a stadium just dropped a twenty five pound dumbbell like square in your head. Like you're out of here. You're out of here. Oh yeah. I think that's what they were like, nah. They were like, we did that with the batteries. We threw that, you know, from the top story, it gained momentum. Let's go with the mustard. He'll never uh, he'll never eat a hot dog again. <laughs> like the old uh, roadrunner just looks straight up and just sees the shadow over his head just getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> that spicy brown splat. <laughs> they were going in on Wiley Coyote the other day, too. This is completely unrelated. They were just talking about how he has the worst luck of all time. I don't think it's luck. That's just poor planning, man. That, I can't pin that on luck. It was, it's a bit of both. It's a bit. Of, sometimes he had some some solid plans, and and uh, a boulder would just <laughs> have the day. I feel like often a boulder would have the day. Like, <laughs> fool me once, boulder. Shame on me. Fool me eight times. Okay, it's time to reconsider. Maybe he just needed to maybe like. Like Man- Peyton Manning played in a-, a dome most of his career. Drew Brees, even probably a better example, playing home field in a dome. Uh, maybe Wiley Coyote wasn't a-, a desert guy. Maybe he was. Uh, you get him in a forest. He's he's a completely different quarterback. I, I don't disagree, but again, go where your bread is buttered. Like just like a, you got this one, Road Run. I'm gonna go like capture some sloths, <laughs> hit some sloths over the head with ambles. Been easy money. <laughs> The the Wiley man needs a win. He needs a dub on the resume. Badly, he's like zero and eight thousand. Millions of billions of dollars uh, <laughs> invested into Acme for not Acme like Bitcoin. The price is skyrocketing. <laughs> I see why. But yo, we got a new Anvil. I'll take four thousand. Their products may work great. We we don't know. I I feel like they. Like they held up, they went straight through the ground. Uh, they just they didn't hit people as he anticipated, but they, outside of that, it's a good anvil. They hit him frequently, and it seemed to do oh, yeah. severe damage. Maybe that's what it was. CTE. There oh, was yes. no roadrunner at all. Yeah, yeah. CTE, man. They just sniffing uh, the smelling salts and sent him back out there. 
The way you, Did you see, I saw an article. People like multiple NFL players. They just sniff the the uh, smelling salts on purpose. Not even concussion anymore. Oh yeah, Big Cat and PFT do that for like Tuesday. But like they. I, I knew people did it. I, I thought it was like a, every once in a while. They were like, no, Zeke Elliott does it before every series. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? Uh, every series seems quite yeah, so excessive. I, like, <laughs> I need to get riled up 19 times this game. I I don't know. Seems to explain a lot. Have you ever hit one of those? I haven't. It's awful. I was like, now I'm tempted. If I if they just keep them around, I'm tempted now. It's, it's a true punch directly to the front of your brain. It goes right oh, yeah. through your sinuses and just into your brain. I could probably use one right now. It might clear me out. Oh, yeah. And, and again, like you just did one every 20 minutes on the show. Every time we switch <laughs> topics, you just hit a smelling salt. Uh, man, it, it's, uh, have you ever like jumped in the pool and got that like chlorine in your nose? Yes. Yeah, so it's like that, but without the water and amplified by maybe a 1,000. Yeah, again, I could see why you... Actually, no, I was going to say I have to see why you'd use one before the game. I don't know. I feel like we hear the same. Like, yeah, the butterflies never go away. Let me sniff some ammonia <laughs> to uh, <laughs> paralyze the butterflies. Yeah. It was originally, I believe, used to, like, wake up unconscious people. So when you're oh, already yeah. conscious. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it makes you unconscious. We <laughs> wonder why Zeke Elliott's out here allegedly doing bad things. I wonder why. I did see someone... Uh, I don't huff, sniff, uh, smelling salt, and they jump back so far away from it, they hit their head against the wall and immediately, like, just slid down. <laughs> it was like asleep for a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's, you just break in the other end of that smelling salt, bring them right back. Yep. He's ready to go 20 carries, 152 yards. <laughs> Since we're on football, we'll start here. Michael Crabtree's got to retire. Mm-hmm. Or or kill or keep to leave either one, <laughs> like whichever whichever one. <laughs> Somebody's career needs to come to an end. Maybe life. A tag team match of Yogati and Michael Crabtree versus Dolph and a keep to leave. That that match is over in three seconds. Easy. Dolph doesn't die, and Talib is scared of nothing. So that that that's easy money. Crabtree, I. I the, when fights like this happen in any sport, well, two of the sports, uh, when fights like this happen, it's always so strange to me how people see it. Like, you can just tell who's never seen an altercation in real life or been involved in one in real life by right. the way people react to these type of things. The amount of blame I saw Akib Tlaib getting for this was wild. It blew my mind. I saw like if you want to say like he started this with like the the very first chain snatching I could see that but like yesterday independently oh yeah Crabtree like push him to the eighth row like he'd still be pushing him like if they didn't fall down correct correct and his chain would still already be off his neck Talib got that oh, yeah, early <laughs> uh, he he's really in no man's like he can't take off the chain now but he can't keep wearing it's just too easy to take <laughs> it's simply too easy to take. <laughs> I, I need to see other corners start to try it. Just like just, just everybody just snatches Crabtree's chain every yeah. week. He just buys them in bulk. <laughs> it can't possibly be the same chain, can it? Like he, he had to have gone back for a stronger a stronger rope. Uh, not strong enough. <laughs> I said the only thing he can do he's got to get 
a chain that says, if you snatch this, you're a poopy head. Mm. That would make Talib think. Put him in a pickle. Mm. I feel like you do it anyway, but it make him think. Yeah, because you don't want nobody wants to be a duty here. You don't, but I feel like that wouldn't get out until well after the game. No, it's got to be so big you can see it <laughs> visibly. That's the problem because we—I didn't even know the chain. I had wrote the whole article on it and posted it. I didn't even know the chain got snatched. And I had when I got back to Twitter, that's when everyone had figured out that it got snatched again. Other angles had come in, other views, other the zoomed in. People finally saw that. The eagle eye view. Yeah, the the camera guy that tripped to leave when Crabtree was pushing him back like a practice sled. Uh, <laughs> that that camera got knocked down and caught the perfect angle of the chain in, firmly in Akib's hands. And then uh, they acted like the Broncos jumped him. And they did kind of run his pockets for a second. But Tlaib had already ripped off his helmet before anyone else got there to help. Oh, yeah. I, that's like Crabtree was big man. Like, Tlaib still had his helmet on. He was still, like, like going for the eyes. Still, I was like, Michael, no. But, like, this ain't the way. I ain't saying don't get your revenge. This ain't the way, though. Yeah, go off. Put up, like, 180 and keep your chain around your neck. That would have been big. Yeah, or or get ejected off the first. It was the first series, wasn't it? First play, I'd imagine. Like <laughs> it was real quick. It was. Yeah, I think it was like the second play of the game. It was pretty immediate. Now I need Crabtree to go against Jalen Ramsey, just because I feel like Jalen Ramsey would like put his arms up, like he was gonna snatch it all game and wouldn't. And Crabtree just he just be in his own head. Yeah, uh, Crabtree for sure. Like I'll always remember that catch he had at Texas Tech to beat Texas. And thinking this guy was going to be the next, like, Megatron, like, faster Megatron. And then he kind of stunk for a few years. And then Harbaugh got in the mix, and he was actually really good. He's been really good his entire time in Oakland. And I just don't respect him at all. I simply cannot respect him. And the guy, his chain snatched twice. Twice by the same human being in the same calendar year. You can't do that. He's He's got to get a restraining order. That's all it is. Like the day before the game, restraining order, Tlaib can't come within 20 yards of him. You see Tlaib playing off like a Jabril Peppers. <laughs> and Crab just had a career day. He's, has there ever been someone more in someone else's head than Tlaib's in Crabtree's head? I don't know. It's hard because like the division thing, it's like you know it's twice a year, every year. He ducked the like first Crab one. Who did? Which one did? Crabtree. He wasn't there week four. Ah, uh, I don't know if he I was hurt what, or what, but he, he it, he's played. Pass. He's played every other game, and that game was in Denver. This one was conveniently at home. That's even worse, man. Yeah, and your chain snatched in front of your own folks. So he knows he doesn't have to see him again until next season because neither of those terrible teams are making the playoffs. He doesn't have to see him until next season now. Whereas if he had played, I don't I, again, I don't know what happened. He could have been hurt. I could have looked this up. I didn't. He could have been hurt. He could have been. I don't think he was suspended. Um, but he could have done it week game one, and they probably would have both been suspended. Like the NFL would have suspended him one game, but they would have made it this game. They would have been like, no, not next week. We're suspending you week twelve. Oh yeah, you're uh, <laughs> you're not playing against the Chiefs, buddy. I feel like uh, they'll both. Because nobody ever goes to the Pro Bowl anymore. Crabtree have like 52 catches and make the Pro Bowl. Tlaib will have like two picks and make the Pro Bowl. He'll steal it again. If if it happens again, what does he do? Gunplay. Tlaib is about that. Okay, we're we gonna see how much about it. Like he, <laughs> or what other options do you have? 
I don't know if he has any option currently. Like, it, let's say he doesn't wear a chain, does he? Who? I think he wears earrings. Like, you have to reach in through his helmet and take his earrings out of his ears. That's that's the only thing crap you can do. But even then, it's still two one, at best. You got to get both earrings. That still only counts as one. I don't know. If he goes in through the helmet, gets him, then catches the pass, the first down, I'll uh, I'll call the score even. I can't give him the nod just yet. I have to wait to see the rest of that play because Talib could be bleeding out of both ears and then just rip Crabtree's sternum out of his chest. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Like I, I, I called this a draw before I saw the chain snatched because I thought Crabtree, he got him to the ground. I'm mean, No one's disputing that. He got Talib to the ground. That was big. And he did it on Denver's sideline. I think he deserves more credit for that than if he did it on Oakland's sideline. Now, after that, it was all Tlaib. Like, he made it even after. Once I got to the ground, he ripped his helmet off. He got carried away by one of his teammates. He threw the helmet at Crabtree. And then Crabtree jogged away, and Tlaib followed him. I saw people giving Tlaib shit for keeping his helmet on. I don't know why he would take his helmet off. I have no idea. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's stupid. Crab- <laughs> if Crabtree wanted Tlaib's helmet off, he should have ripped it off like Tlaib did to Crabtree. I don't, like, what happens to these chains? That's what I want. Like, do you give it back to Crabtree? Does Crabtree want it back? I saw somebody tweeted like they imagine he's got like a an elk head in his <laughs> den with just Crabtree chains on it. I couldn't possibly want it. I don't care what. Like it's my father's like dog tags from Vietnam. I'm like, yeah, hey, those are I'll keep the leaves now. Like there's nothing. Yeah, I can I'll get, do. yeah. I'll get some more. Like you, like, hey man, can you fix it again? He got you again, Mike. He got me again, <laughs> Jacob. Can you can you, <laughs> can you give me like a I don't know, a butterfly clasp or something? This uh, the sliding hook didn't work out. People said he needed to get a bigger chain for next time. It's like, no, he's just going to get decapitated. Like, that's, that's Yeah, funny. no. that It's not about the chain, man. I mean, it's funny to laugh at that, but it's bigger than the chain. Like, two times, it's bigger than the chain. Yeah, it's, he's, he's snatching his pride right off of him. I wonder, what is it like? Sherman went at Crabtree hard? Like, what is Michael Crabtree saying to these guys? <laughs> what is it like? It's not like he's like you said, he's a fine receiver. It's not like he's just giving everybody 200 yards and they're just like, uh, this is the only way I can get you. Right. Now, like, what is he? Yeah. What is he saying to these guys on the line? It's got to be some shit because like to leave, like there wasn't any pushing and shoving last uh, time. It was just to leave, snatched it off and then jogged back to his sideline and then bragged about it. Uh, That's the, did he invent the turnover chain? Uh, I, I I made that joke on Boston Radio. I said uh, Miami wasn't the only one to lose a chain this weekend. Pretty good. Mm. It's like a five out of ten. That's not bad. That ain't bad. <laughs> but yeah, Crabtree, I was saying he might have to move to Belize with Shine and just like throw his phone into the ocean, never to be heard from again. It's on the table. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, even I don't know what the Raiders record. They're not good. So it's not like. Man, we're focused on the playoffs. No, you're not. You're, you guys think like this is gonna be on your mind until next season. Yeah, I think they're like four and seven or something terrible like that. Five and six no, no, at no, best. That, I, that might be like seven seed in the AFC. <laughs> you know who's the six seed in the AFC? <laughs> who's that, Buffalo Tyler? Bills. Buffalo Bills. I can't believe it either. <laughs> and their fans are still mad. Or one, one fan. fan. Is still mad. <laughs> the one. I. I the rest have been pretty sensible. Uh, one in particular, very upset. That guy hates when you go into one of the toughest places to win in all of football, come out of there with a W, get your team back in the playoffs. It stinks. He missed a throw. Did you see it? It was second and two. He missed, uh, I don't even know, the Kelvin Benjamin on the out route. I'll never forgive him. I fucking hate 
<laughs> Tyrod Taylor it says he so he snapped that to all of his pals. That that dude's the textbook definition of big mad. He snapped it to all his pals, and also me, not a pal. <laughs> I didn't know why he follows me. Like, what's the, what are you doing at this point? You and I disagree. There's no reason for us to to interact ever. We, we should, our passion never cross again. <laughs> I do kind of hope. Like, obviously the the death threats aren't great, but I do kind of hope Tyrod keeps winning games and he keeps just singling out one bad throw. He's like, see what I mean? It was third and one. He tucked it and ran. He could have threw it for two yards. He ran for five. I, I, he just doesn't get it. <laughs> this guy. This guy is incredible. He doesn't. I, I checked. He doesn't follow me. I was pumped about that. He literally just lives to tweet you, Tyrod Taylor's one bad play a week. I love it. Because <laughs> it's like, I was like, you don't watch the game. Hell no, I'm not watching that piece of shit team. Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this is, man? <laughs> My God, they're they're really bad. They play the Patriots this week, so they're 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 gonna lose by forty. Let me go ahead and block him now, so I don't get just. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Tyrod's fault somehow. Uh, he'll probably they'll probably have another one touchdown, zero interception game. Uh, he'll move the chains. He'll probably keep it competitive in in the first half, and then the the Bills will lose by like seventeen. And it'll be his fault, despite the fact that Tom Brady plays for the other team. Game's a game, man. What can you do? Get that guy out of here. It's time for uh, Nathan Peterman get back on that saddle. <laughs> I hope. five picks. I really wish Peterman was playing. That would be tremendous. Oh, yeah. Bill Belichick a whole week to prepare for Peterman. <laughs> oh God, I. It should be like uh, Pinatel on the donkey. He should just like Belichick should have to like spin around and then just game plan against the quarterback. Like, oh, we got Peterman this week? Okay, like, give me five minutes. And he just figured out to shut him down. Yeah, play base defense. To do do absolutely <laughs> nothing. Don't blitz. We're not even we're not sending any pressure. We're gonna drop eleven. Just everybody just stand with your arms straight up. <laughs> and then, Peterman throws it right to uh, <laughs> Richard Seymour. <laughs> Big Vince Wilfork with his third pick of the day. <laughs> They're reading them like a book out there. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor's on the sideline uh, playing Sudoku. <laughs> Tyrod, he came out. I, I I think I was listening to the radio, and it was like his post game, and I didn't realize it was a player speaking because of how soft-spoken he has to speak in order to keep staying employed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can say, like, anything that might be considered. like you get, So what do you think about getting the starting job back? He can't even say, like, I deserved it. Man, I'm just, you know, we both competed. Like, he's got to say shit like that because he might not get a job ever again because that's how the NFL works. You know, got to earn it again this week uh, at practice. That's what the coach said. The coach was like, he'll be our starter this week. We'll, uh, beyond that, mm, we'll reassess. Yeah, remains to be seen. (laughs) On to Buffalo. (laughs) On to Cincinnati. Yeah, it's so, so dumb. <laughs> I can't wait. And meanwhile, more like Bortles and Gabbard are playing. Uh, yeah, Matt Moore played. Matt Moore got some clock. Case Keenum is about to have a home field advantage <laughs> throughout the playoffs, which is amazing <laughs> to me. I don't think Case Keenum's terrible. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's terrible. I don't know. He, 
I know he's been terrible before this year. Now, for this year, he has looked better. I'll, I'll give him that for sure, but I'd, I'd be dying to bet against him. Oh, in the playoffs, absolutely. But I, I, I wouldn't put him on the, the Blaine Gabbert. Because uh, Kadem was, what, like a fifth-round pick, too? Like, he's just a guy. Like, he's... I mean, he should... Just like Peterman, man, and, and you hate his guts. Peterman's, like, aggressively bad at football. Like, I... I don't say this about many NFL players because every NFL game I watch, I'm like, good Lord, I'm glad I don't do that professionally or even for, for, for free. I'm much better at football than Nathan Peterman. Fact. Oh, yeah. I don't. <laughs> you'll, you'll get no argument here. <laughs> he could be a nice guy, but he yeah, he's really aggressively bad at football. Good guy. Case Keenum, top 12 quarterback this year. That's, that's where the NFL is right now. Fuck this sport. <laughs> like, and again, he's been fine, but I... Just words I thought I'd never say. Yeah, and he also has, like, a lot around him. Like, Kyle Rudolph can move the chain. Stephon Diggs is, like, a top seven wide receiver the past two years. Uh, Thielen's he's not, he's nice. Julio Jones. <laughs> People are still adding me about that yesterday. Of course they were. What do you think this yeah. is? <laughs> I was like, I get it. He might not have another two-touchdown game until 2019. Like, get it in now. I'm not even mad. I welcome it. I think a lot of that had to do with the jerseys. Oh, I had to. Those, yeah, those should just be the norm. As with pretty much every other team in the world, their their throwbacks are way better than their current jerseys. And it's not even a football. Like we talked about it with basketball. Everybody's old uniforms are just better. Correct. Baseball, especially baseball. If the Astros went back to like the the rainbow shits, they would have won sixty two and zero this year. Oh, easily. They, this wouldn't have been their first ring. They would have had one like the past three years. Oh yeah, and I know more of their players. <laughs> Instead of Nolan Ryan and no. Craig Bishop. <laughs> hey, 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 Lance Berkman. Uh, <laughs> used to round the bags. Yeah, it was Julio went off. I went to the first half of the Patriots-Dolphins game. That that was embarrassing. The Dolphins Did you not stay the whole game? No, because we had to like get back and work and had to catch a train back to New York last night. So it was like, we'll go for the first half. More, uh, My girl had never been. To any yeah, football game of any sort. So she enjoyed it. And the Patriots just... I mean, before we walked in, I was like, this game's going to be over by halftime, so we don't even need to stay for the second half. And <laughs> Yeah, this works out fine. Like, just leave the car running. Like, we'll be in and out. Oh, well, it was great, because leaving Gillette, and I assume every pro football game, but leaving after a game takes a solid four hours. You're just, oh, you're just in a parking lot, like with your car running, waiting to move, and you don't for two hours, and you did oh, yeah. the worst feeling in the world. God forbid you've got to like merge into one of the lines to get out. Ugh. Six six hours. Ugh. I remember we played the Ravens in the rain like a decade ago, probably more, and I, I, me and my father went. We were in the car. I took a nap for like two hours. Woke up. We hadn't moved an inch. I was like, oh, yeah. sick. Yeah. It, it, like, I I don't know what, what way to combat it. If, there, if only there was some way to get people to a game without this much foot traffic. <laughs> but alas, there is no way. <laughs> so, yeah, we left at halftime. It took me like a half. It's like a 45-minute drive. It took me a half hour to get home just because there was absolutely no one else on the river when an else in New England was watching the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd run my errands during the Falcons game, man. It's ghost town. <laughs> But the Patriots come out, about to go three and out. 
run a fake play from their own like fourteen. <laughs> because why not? Quick, quick fake punt. Because the Dolphins didn't have a gunner on. I don't think either side they could have ran that. However, they'd like. Gase, man, that guy. He, he's he just knows. Adam Gase, Whisper. aggressively bad football coach, like painfully bad. Hey, man, he did that thing with Tebow like twelve years ago. Cut him some slack. Get off his back, man. He had Jay Cutler playing the best football of his life with a one-to-one TD-to-interception ratio. You, get, you just got to pay top dollar for that. Oh, yeah. Like you said, best football of his life. 12 touchdowns, 12 picks. I <laughs> completed 52% of his passes. <laughs> 10 million bucks. <laughs> and we have to play. It's, the NFL should be ashamed of themselves for forcing the Patriots to play the Dolphins again next week. Not this week, next week. Like that's for what? For what? Yeah. Like lo- I'm, yeah, I'm big on uh, like what. Uh, let's not get our guys hurt here, huh? What do we just? We we say we just run through a, like a light scrimmage. We can we can both stay sharp. You guys take the win, and uh, we're going our way. Oh, I fully believe if the Patriots played only practice squad and third string guys, we would beat the Dolphins in Miami in two weeks. Seventeen, sixteen. Yeah, Rohan Davies. <laughs> Stop him, man. <laughs> That's two-time NFL Europe MVP, Rohan Davies, to you, pal. I said they couldn't stop him. I'm giving them hands. <laughs> Michael Bishop, man, he, he's ran a month. Michael Bishop would go to hammer town on the Miami Dolphins with zero time to prepare. <laughs> for what? What do you need time to prepare for? K-State legend Michael Bishop. I really thought he was the future. He was on Madden. <laughs> Patriots used to bring him in just to throw Hail Marys before halftime to replace Drew Bledsoe, who had a fine arm. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. It, throwing power 98. Accuracy 44. <laughs> Bishop, man. I'm, he, I think he was on that 2000 team, and I, I thought he had next. I was clamoring for Bledsoe to get out of there. This is why I don't make decisions. We... <laughs> You, you and Belichick had your falling out. It's been written about. We don't need to rehash it here. The whereas the Steelers, I think, are three weeks, and Damashek, who's accurately predicted the Steelers' record, I think, like five straight years in a row. Before this year, had him at thirteen and three, and everyone on his show laughed at him, including me, not on the show, listening at home. Sure. <laughs> Here they are, eight and two, and the only nine and two, nine and two. Pardon, and the only like tough game they have left on the schedule is New England. And where's that one at? I think it's Pittsburgh. Ooh, that will be. I mean, I don't. The Steelers could win by fifty, and if they play again in the playoffs, I'd still have no problem picking the Patriots. Well, they'll lose both games for sure. Yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. Mm. Right now, scheduled to be a four twenty-five game. What's a Sunday night? Denver, Indianapolis? No. Oh, God, no. No, no, it isn't. It's oh, Dallas, Oakland. Yeah, so Patriots, Steelers will be the Sunday night game. Yes, please. <laughs> it, that's the best part about the Flexing time. Yeah, get get Dallas, Oakland out of my face. Two five and six squads. Ugh. They both had next last year. It comes at you fast, man. It really does. It really does. Meanwhile, Rams, Seattle... Right now, eight and three versus seven and four, coming at you hot. Ugh. My Rams and my Saints played a doozy yesterday. 
That game, I, I, I was looking forward to that game until I realized Lattimore was out, and I was like, oh, this is no longer a game. I think he has a strong case for defensive player of the year, not even rookie, just defensive player of the year. I, he, I mean, he won't get it, but he's tough. The Saints are just a completely different team with him out there. Like, the Rams were just running all over him yesterday, not, like, handing the ball off. They were just moving the ball with regularity. I, again, with Watt out, I, I think I'd vote for Aaron Donald every year. Correct. Just, 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 just off the rip. With what in? I would vote for Aaron Donald like most of the time. Yeah, Greg. Now, now that he doesn't have what a back or a knee, <laughs> like he, he's down bad. Yeah, Aaron Donald. Before the year, he was a huge distraction. He didn't even play week one. I don't even know if he played week two. I can't remember. And now, the the Rams are just one of the best teams in the league, and he he remains one of the best players in the league as well. Again, he's one of the best players I've ever seen. He's a freak. Like at like right now at 25, 20, however old he is, he's one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, he's preposterously good. Preposterously good. Makes me angry. Like, how does a guy like that? What do you go like eleventh or some shit like that? Short sure, man. <laughs> guys, guys, barely six foot tall, man. What are you, what are you gonna do with that? <laughs> it is ridiculous that that's why. He... <laughs> God damn it, people are stupid. You need, you need your defensive tackle to be 6'10", so every single lineman can get up underneath of him. God forbid you go the other way. Hate leverage. It's the last thing yeah. you want. Stinks. Those arms are just too short. Meanwhile, they're, as soon as the ball snaps, they're just exploding through your chest. <laughs> every single team in the league seems to be about 4-7 and seven or 5-6, and six. and then you have the Eagles, the Patriots, the fucking Steelers. Carolina's eight and three somehow. How mad are you going to be when Wentz gets MVP? Madder than I was last year when Ryan won. Ryan, I understood Brady missed four games and we went three and one. I think if we had went zero and four or or one and three, that I think Brady would have got it. Yeah, uh, I think Brady only has two MVPs right now. Maybe Yikes. maybe three. He's but, no Peyton. That's what I mean. They were handing it to that fucking Jamoke every single year. Um, I think five had five, and Brady's better than I feel like Brady. I mean, roughly like Rodgers has got like three. Right. That's what I mean. So we're gonna give the best quarterback of all time less MVPs than people he's decidedly better than. I don't understand it. That's a, okay. Yeah, Peyton's got five. Rodgers has got two. Brady's got two. Right. And hasn't won one since. 2010, my God. But that was, that one was weird because it was unanimous. Like, I think it was the that first. That was a 50 touchdown year, right? No, that was 07. Ah, uh, okay. 2010 was, um, who did we lose to? That was when, like, Gronk was new, uh, I'm pretty sure, and we lost. I think we lost to the Jets then. Yeah, we were lost to the Jets. Ah, uh, okay. And, like, we had the second youngest roster in the league, and Brady was still... I think he had like he had no interceptions that year, like something like five or something crazy like that. And again, stinks. He hasn't been good in seven years. The real shame. So right now he has less. I think he has two less touchdowns than Wentz and two less interceptions than Wentz. And hopefully he'll bridge the gap. But uh... yeah, I mean he somehow passed Drew Brees in career touchdowns yesterday. When he threw four, and I think Breeze threw one, maybe two. But he passed Breeze, which I didn't think was going to happen unless Breeze retired. 
because they kind of go tit for tat every week, putting up very similar numbers. But he, again, he yeah. missed those four games last year, and Breeze was just airing it out. He, so he got a, a chance to pad on him, and then he got passed. So sucks to suck. They got Breeze on the uh, <laughs> that Tom Savage playbook now. Yeah, no, he's. I mean, he's just handing it off. <laughs> I mean, it's for the best. Like it's clearly working. I'm not mad at it. Yeah, but, Kamara's uh, a monster. Yeah. Oh man, I'm so glad Tennessee just didn't use him correctly at all. <laughs> just tremendous. I didn't even know he was a human being. And <laughs> oh yeah, that he and Jalen Hurd. Jalen Hurd transferred to Baylor, uh, a model school, moral wise, <laughs> to play a different position to get away from Butch Jones. And Kamar was rushing for like 600 yards a year in college and gets to the NFL, and he's like the best running back in the league. First player, I think by week 11, to have 500 rushing and 500 receiving yards since Herschel Walker. Our old pal Herschel, and he was like, what, a fourth rounder? I, again, love taking a good running back, top five. See, I don't, it. I, I, I don't hate taking a running back. That I don't take hating... I don't take. I don't hate taking a player you know is going to be good at any position, but I do agree that people are dumb, and you can also get plenty of fine players later too. It's true. Because I don't know I, like if Kamara, he still is their second back. Ingram's still eating every week, right? So he kind of just gets to come in and be a, a terror, and it's pretty unfair when they just like throw it to him behind the line of scrimmage and he's in space already. And he is do some stuff. Yeah, he is good when you just hand him the ball too. Don't get me wrong, but like if if he had went sixth, like that would have been a terrible pick. I agree. I again, I don't think I take. I don't know if I take any running back six. Mm, I, I think Zeke, even though he's a, probably a terrible human being, I definitely I was uh, I was all in on that pick when Dallas made it. I thought it was a great pick. Yeah, I, I was all the well, specifically for Ramsey. That's why I was like, just take Ramsey. You don't have like I understand. Like you've got the line. I don't. I didn't understand the rush of getting a running back that year. That's what I didn't get. Like you could have got again Kamara later. Like Joe Mixon was a second or third round pick. Uh, Kareem Hunt, Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard. Like you can get your running back later. Kareem there Hunt aren't that many. Jalen Ramsey. Kareem Hunt might stink though. He might. It's true. <laughs> he lost to Tyrod Taylor, so uh, he, he clearly has no place in this man's league. I think I saw. He has less rushing touchdowns than Blake Bortles since, like, week two. Yeah, well, I mean, Blake, Blake Bortles, MVP candidate. He's going to have a post-playoff <laughs> game this year. So there's no there's no shame in that. So, hey, keep your head up, Kareem. I think wide receiver is the one where you can – where people have started to get, like, really good guys. Not – not the lottery, but in, like, I don't know, like, the, the Lions, like, four years in a row took a guy, like, third. And I don't know if you need to do that necessarily anymore. Like, Diggs was a late-round pick. Every receiver the Patriots have ever had was a late-round pick. Like, I just don't know if you have to go that high for a receiver anymore. Yeah, like, what, Antonio Brown? Yep. I don't know if Adam Thielen was drafted. He, was, he wasn't He was invited to the Combine. Wow. You, you think they'd mention that sometimes? <laughs> but, yeah, like I think— Keenan Allen? Was a I think third or fourth round pick. I think like if it's, if you've got a guy that can throw for five thousand yards, it almost doesn't matter. Correct. Who he's throwing to. almost. I won't like you can't just give him anybody, but for the most part, you kind of can. <laughs> but what terrible football player was I about to talk about? Talking about Kamara. Before that, 
Breeze. Oh, Brady MVP. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious who the MVP is. And I, 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 I'm a Patriot fan, so it's hard for me to say without bias. But if if someone Carson Wentz, I agree, man. You're, you're pretty. If someone if someone just listened to everything that was said in September about like the the team that the Eagles had, not the quarterback, the 52 other players, and then the team the Patriots had, the other 52 players, you, it wouldn't even be a discussion. True. I mean, but Belichick is the he's part of the mix. Huge. He's, he's the great equalizer. Yeah, huge coaching advantage. However. Like I, I went back and looked again yesterday. Gronk was washed up. He's bad, actually bad at football all of September. Had two touchdowns. Move on. Man. <laughs> had two touchdowns to yesterday. He's gonna, he's gonna end. Up, I don't want to jinx, and I'm knocking on wood right now. He's gonna end up playing this entire season. He's gonna end up putting monster stats, and it's been the quietest Gronk season I can remember. I think people are just too afraid to jinx it. Like I think I'm I the first person. I think I'm the first person to point out like how dominant he's been all year. So this is going to be your fault. We know exactly whose head should roll. I'm fine with I'm going to talk into existence Gronk being Super Bowl MVP this year. That's what I'm going to talk into existence. Uh, all right. If you could throw to anyone in the world, who would you throw to? Like you need a touchdown from the 25. Antonio Brown. You'd throw to him over Gronk? Yes. That's the wrong pick. Like they're both healthy, you get to throw to either of them. You got to throw to the shorter guy. Like uh, they're both going to be open. Antonio, yeah, because Antonio Brown's always open. So is Gronk. I pick Gronk next. Gronk six seven. Huh? He's also got a much. Do I have the same quarterback throwing to him? Yeah. Like if it's the same quarterback, then yeah, Brown. I don't know, man. Like I, Antonio Brown's. He's the best. doing this with garbage, man. Roethlisberger stinks. <laughs> Antonio Brown's the best receiver in football. I have no, I'm not even going to argue that. It's very true. I, Gronk might be the greatest touchdown catcher of all time, like just t- catching touchdowns. I don't disagree with that. He's got less than Antonio Brown this year, but I don't disagree. Gronk is fun. He, Gronk's probably number two. He's, since he came into the league, he has more touchdowns than anyone, and he's missed 25 games. He's very good. I agree. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're not gonna paint me into this corner. Yeah, you're painted, pal. You're in there. It's very. I, it'd be nice if he had a decent quarterback thrown to him. That guy's only got two MVPs. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Gronk, pretty good. Confirmed, decent at football. He's only lost one playoff game. Healthy, healthy in quotes. He's only lost one playoff game. Like I don't. I. What game with the Jets? No. What game. Uh, um, <clears throat> The Broncos game. Ah, uh, okay. I was thinking Giants Super Bowl. Then you did the quotes, and I was like, "Man, that he was dragging his leg around like, <laughs> like he was just carrying somebody out of the club." The Giants put a defensive end on him, and that defensive end picked off a pass at the goal line because Gronk couldn't jump up, and he would have caught it in the real world. But in that game, he couldn't even deflect it because he couldn't even get to the pass in time, despite the fact that it sailed like sixty yards in the air, and he could have had plenty of time to go camp under it. Antonio Brown would have caught it. I'm just saying. <laughs> he also wouldn't have had a D end on him, but you're right. He probably would have. Uh, Antonio Brown's incredible. I saw a lot of people last night trying to say Julio's better than him, and that's just preposterous. Well, that's how this whole, like, the whole Julio thing in my mention started. Like, before Beckham got hurt, I was like, I think I'm ready to put Beckham number one. Like, Beckham's just incredible. Since he got hurt, I, I feel like it default goes back to Brown. Correct. 
And then after that, I was like, okay, after that, I think you got your argument. Like, I think AJ, Julio, uh, Hopkins, those guys are in the mix. Mm-hmm. And people were just like, what? Like, you don't have Julio number one? No, I sure don't. No. Again, he's top three or four. He's very, he's amazing. Uh, but yes, if you tell me who would I, if I could have my pick, I would take Beckham, a healthy Beckham and a healthy Antonio Brown over Julio. And maybe a healthy AJ Green as well. Yeah, I think AJ is a guy who got, who will constantly get lost in all of this because he plays in Cincinnati and you want to talk about a guy with a shitty quarterback. <clears throat> AJ Green, I'm I'm kind of hoping he goes somewhere bad, like somewhere worse. He kind of goes the Moss route. He goes somewhere worse for two years. Everyone thinks he's like awful forever, and then he gets to play with Tom for Tom's like last three years. AJ Green's like 30 and looking to win a ring. And he just catches, yeah, 1,700 yards, four straight years. <laughs> AJ is incredible, and I, I'd probably take him over Julio. Just I, and People are going to come at me with stats. Like, I'd save him. Save the stats. Josh Gordon's yeah, supposed still to come to me with stats. Josh Gordon's supposed to come back this week. I, I believe. I hope he does. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it, but I, I honestly I hope he does. Kaiser puts up like five touchdowns, no interceptions. <laughs> no, I got stinks. He might not be great. However, <laughs> he has Josh Gordon now, which is good. In fact, good. Corey Coleman's healthy. I'm pretty sure. And jo- Joko is a nice little tight end for being, I think, the youngest player in football. Yeah, they've got some pe- – meanwhile, uh, my God, I'm glad I got it. The Bengals – John Ross hasn't had – top ten pick, hasn't caught a ball all year. Yeah, that uh, might have been not a good pick. I, I don't, again, I still think John Ross is fine. I just think the Bengals have handled – like he fumbled early in the season and he's oh, been right. like – yeah, he's had like a healthy scratch the last two <laughs> weeks. So I, But he no, was hurt too, right? Yeah, but I think that's who you want to get. Wait till uh, the Bengals sour on John Ross and just get him at like 24, hook up with Brady, and he's, yeah. We got Philip Dorsett, man. We already got John Ross. His name's Philip Dorsett. Ah, that's true. Touche. Yeah, well, you can never go wrong with two uh, two PDs, two Dorsets. Cooks is amazing. He's real fun to fucking watch. Yeah, Cook. And again, like the quarterbacks get shittier hopkins man hopkins is just like yeah, cursed he is i feel bad for him because i think he might be i think he might have a legitimate if he had a real quarterback i think he'd be i think people wouldn't even talk about julio was number three i think they'd be talking about deandre uh, again i don't disagree it's like julio's tremendous he had the mvp throw to him last year none of these other guys can say that that doesn't make him bad but i don't like they I think he, he was first for like the first 90 games for everything. And I was like, okay, let's wait till Beckham plays 90 games. Cause he's clearly going to blow all those out of the water. Yeah. Like this is just, this is just biting time. And he also wasn't first in touch. He, I don't know. He just doesn't score touchdowns. Julio. Yeah. It is very strange. I don't, I, I, I don't understand it. Like Dez as, as, as hard as he's fallen off still is up there for touchdowns. Oh yeah, Des only scores touchdowns. <laughs> he's yeah, he's not getting you ten yards unless you're at the nine. Julio Jones has had ten touchdowns in his career exactly one time, and it was exactly ten. <laughs> Again, he's very good, but if we're talking like the best of the best, then yeah, I'd like I'd like to see you hit pay dirt a little bit. What's that Gronk at right now? Gronk is at seven. Really. 
I mean, I know they've been not going to him too frequently, so his body doesn't explode, but I feel like he's been getting in more action than only seven. And even that, DeAndre Hopkins is leading the league with nine. Oh, okay. And he's had, what, Savage for the past, what, month? Yeah. And I don't know. I, nobody else gets the excuses Julio gets. Well, we run the ball in the red zone. Well, they triple team him. Like, you think they don't triple team fucking A.J. Green? Like, you think he's the only one out there getting double covered or spied on? Like, what uh, What gives? I'll, I'll never understand. I saw someone last night say the Steelers, the past 20 years, have drafted wide receivers better than anyone. And I think they're That's in the conversation. Cool. Huh? Who, Antonio Brown and who else? Lima Swede didn't know. They're waiting on his breakout year. Well, they got him. Like, Heinz Ward folds into that 20 years. Um, I I assume a lot of people count Martavis Bryant as a win. I feel like I haven't heard his name since uh, for football stuff all year. (laughs) Instagram stuff for sure. But uh... Uh, I'd probably give it to the Colts. Colts? I feel like the Packers. No. Like, Finley, Cobb, uh... Is it Devonte? I don't think any of those guys are like first round picks. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just thinking like it does, I'm not even considering fully where people were drafted because Antonio Brown's six round pick and he's better than like everyone. Sure, but I'm just saying like guys you've taken because again the Lions took like Carlos Rogers and Charles Rogers doesn't Charles. matter. Yeah, Charles Rogers and Mike the the worst Mike Williams like they were doing all sorts of shit like top three so it doesn't even and, all, and also Roy Williams yeah <laughs> true. So, to me, it's it, the Colts, like, Harrison, Reggie Wayne, and then, like, if you want to put T.Y. third, if you, like, I feel like there's a lot of guys you could put third there, and it's it's pretty hard to top that. The only yeah. team I think can come close is the Vikings, and that's just off Moss and whoever the fuck else you want to put with them. I was going to say, uh, Bengals had a good run, like Ocho, Hushmazada, the late, great Chris Henry, mm-hmm. A.J., uh, Marvin Jones, Mosa New, like we we had quite a few receivers there. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I I would my only counter would be none of those guys are nearly as good as Marvin Har- or even Reggie Wayne, and he's their second best. And AJ's probably as good yeah, as Reggie. Say, come on now. You're right. No, but I think Reggie's got like all sorts of like playoff records. Granted, that's him playing in a lot of games, but he's he was always opposite someone else who was getting a lot of targets too. I got a take. <laughs> Reggie Wayne was good. That's the tape. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's going to sit well with people. I'm never afraid to speak my mind. Well, we do We do have a lot of Patriot fans who listen to this, and they'll tell you Reggie Wayne's a bitch because he he signed with the Patriots and quit almost immediately. <laughs> uh, get that signing bonus and get out of there. I like it. Yeah, I wasn't mad at him. It changed the trajectory of our team 0%. Him playing that, his... That's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't like... It wasn't... Reggie Wayne at 26, just like right. signing and like, get over it. Yeah, that would have bothered me. How he how he went out, I would it better then. Like, I, I, Patriot fans tweeted me, "Would you rather Reggie Wayne have done that or Ocho waste our time for a year?" Hmm. I don't know. I did think Ocho was going to contribute more than he did. Oh. I had high hopes for him there. I had really high hopes for him. It's. It wasn't until him because even Joey Galloway came with us late and he he was awful. And I was like, oh, he just doesn't have it anymore. Ocho, 
I didn't understand how complex the Patriots offense was until Ocho, who was a fine yeah. football, like not just, he wasn't just a straight line guy like Joey Galloway. He ran routes like Belichick really. Uh, oh yeah. Ran, it, a, ran a great route. Yeah. He admired how Ocho approached the game of football. Like he, every time we played Cincinnati, like them two would just be hammering it up for like a half hour. And Belichick doesn't do that with fucking anyone. Right. It was like him and Ed Reed. I was like, those are right. the two guys that right. like Belichick would not shut up about. Right. And Revis to a lesser extent, but those two yeah. for sure, those two guys. And I mean, Brady would just throw like he Brady would throw to where some like where wide receiver like Dion Branch would have got forty yards off of like a seven yard pass, and Ocho would just run the complete wrong way. It would be an incompletion like every single yeah. time. And even then, I was like, I remember they're throwing deep to him in the Super Bowl. I was like, just catch one, baby. Oh yeah, like just like if you catch that one deep one. Nobody remembers any of this shit. Correct. No, I I think the over-under for him for catches was .5 in that game, like if I remember correctly. Because people thought he wasn't going to dress. They thought they were going to um, not have him dress for that game because we could have, like, Tyquan Underwood him. And yeah. I definitely, I was like, nope, he's going he's gonna to catch a touchdown. Like, watch. Watch. It's going to happen. Everyone's going to, like, exactly like you just said. Everyone's going to forget this failed experiment. And nope, sure didn't. Yeah, no, it uh, no, it did not work out well. Like you forget he was even on that team because of how much of a non-factor he was. Oh yeah, and I don't know, it didn't. I was I was like, yeah, he's gonna go to New England, win a ring, have a couple of nice seasons, and strengthen the uh, the Hall of Fame candidacy. It did not work out like that. <laughs> he was and playing. now I'm just waiting for Heinz Ward to get in before Terrell Owens, uh, because that it, that's just how the NFL Hall of Fame works. It's the dumbest of all the Hall of Fames. People shit on the NBA Hall of Fame because they let too many people in. Yeah, there have been a lot of good players. <laughs> it, you've, you've often said it. <laughs> Crazy that that also happened in football and baseball. I would say baseball is pretty. I don't. I think it's just like the like the fake morality of baseball. I think that's what kills people about like who can and cannot get in. Oh yeah. It's like hey man, uh, Craig Biggio just played the game the right way. <laughs> yeah, he did, and he was really good. He wasn't fucking Barry Bonds. No. <laughs> Before or after the juice, like uh, pick one. There are a lot of shitty human beings in the Baseball Hall of Fame today, it's like already in. It's true. <laughs> There'll be many more. Like shitty off the field, like not good human beings. Uh, <laughs> Racists and abusers and all this stuff, but the guy was on the cream and the clear, man. What can you do? Yeah. Um, I don't know. The ballots have started coming out for this next class, and so people's logic on certain shit. Like I see people voting for Clemens and Sosa and not for Bonds. It's like, well, what are we doing here? Yeah, that like that's that's the fake morality. I think the, it, it, that's what kills me. At least I guess I can't speak for other people. Like if you like, I would vote Bonds in. I would vote Clemens in too. I just right. think those guys are just tremendous players. But if I would draw a line, then neither of those would, would get my vote. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know how you can do both. And I've seen people. Vote Bonds, but not Manny. Like I don't understand that at all. Right there, I got a he uh, played a lackluster right field. <laughs> Manny should just be in because he—that's a guy who might not even show up to give his speech. Like I just want to see what happens with that. He just shows up in sweats, <laughs> sweats and flip flops. His range factor, though, Colleen. You—you you should see his defensive numbers. I'm sure they were great. He like led the league in outfield assists like every year because he played against the monster and he played it better than anyone else I've ever seen. That and I think like a lot of the 
or like a lot of balls he didn't get errors on. He just like misplayed it so bad he wasn't even in like the. It's like we we can't call that an error. He wasn't even in the picture. But once he got it, yeah, rifle. Manny was the best. There was no one like him. There will never be anyone like him. Oh man, I miss Manny. And now I get to watch Heinz Ward give a fucking try-hard speech <laughs> for 15 minutes. Meanwhile, I nobody would take him. Well, I take that back. Every single writer would be like, I want Heinz Ward's grit and know-how. Like, I'd rather have Terrell Owens' 1,600-yard season. That's just me. Listen, I, I somewhat understand because I'm a guy who would take Troy Brown ahead of a lot of guys. But Troy Brown will also play some corner for you. He'll return kicks. He'll block kicks. I right. <laughs> Troy Brown will do. He'll play quarterback. I remember he took a snap. He was like the only player other than Tom Brady to take a snap between like 2002 and 2007. He was the only player. <laughs> Those should probably miss sleep for weeks over there. <laughs> Listen, Troy Brown did it all. Huge, just a very good receiver. I would take him over Heinz Ward every day of the week. Every day of the week. Yeah, I'm looking at Hans Ward had one 1,300-yard season. And again, I understand it was a different era. They weren't passing as much. He blocked and all that stuff. That's fine. <laughs> I got linemen for that. Like, I give me Terrell Owens any day, all day. Yeah, I don't think that's much of a debate. <clears throat> oh, know. just wait. Just wait till T.O. gets 29% of the vote and Hans Ward go, walks in unanimously. I'm waiting to see. I think yeah, Moss is on this ballot, too. Moss better get more votes than Hans Ward. It's... And I have a feeling that he won't. I was nervous for Griffey to see what kind of numbers he would get after Pedro didn't get 100%. Mm-hmm. I was nervous for Griffey, and then Griffey, I think, has the highest all-time. That will be topped by Derek Jeter. But even then, yeah, Griffey didn't get unanimous, right? Correct. No one has. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I thought Maddox would. Yeah, they do love Maddox. But, oh, yeah, Jeter. I'm, but there is, there's always one guy. Yeah, it's always going to be one, somebody from like the Tampa that covered the – Devil Rays for ten years is like I don't know he was he was no Longoria in the field. <laughs> no, yeah, second ballot maybe. No, you now Escobar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there there's always one guy who well Nolan Ryan wasn't unanimous. So, so, so let's make another wrong. Like what are we talking about right. here? I, I guess Trout maybe. I feel like people like like I feel like Bryce Harper's already rubbed enough people the wrong way. Correct. That if he keeps it up, he won't get it. Trout seems like a pretty. Like even killed guy, uh, but I'm sure he won't either. That's just how the baseball Hall of Fame goes. If 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 Jeter doesn't, no one will. I truly believe because Rivera will have enough people saying he's a reliever, he doesn't belong in there anyways, despite yeah. the fact that there are already relievers in there. Um, like Ortiz probably will never get in. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if it's not Jeter. I'll know it. Like it already wasn't Griffey, which seemed impossible. Bonds obviously was caught up in some shit. Vlad's on the ballot this year. I think he was last year too. He might. Yeah, have it was like a dynamite ballot. This is like like five years about the last time I was really into balls. Like, hey, I know all these names. This might be the last <laughs> time this happens. No, Bonds will be on there forever. Um, so you'll keep oh, knowing yeah. that name. Getting twenty two percent of the vote forever. <laughs> it's so stupid. You can put on the plaque whatever you want. Like you can put that he did steroids on that. Yeah, like I. And I don't think any of those guys will have a – like, if you ask Bonds or Clemens, like, we'll let you in, but we'll put this on there, I think they'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, that was a part of my career. Yeah. Also put the whole rest of the league was also on it, and I was way better than them. Considerably better. Than, not only them, anyone ever. I was better than anyone ever on the same shit they were. By a lot. 
got I mean, I've got Heinz Ward Wikipedia page and now I'm just <laughs> I'm just I'm just pissed now. Also I need Antonio Brown to stay healthy because I've I've already seen him trickling in and I already I don't think it's a hot take because I believe it. Antonio Brown's better than Jerry Rice. Yeah, I'm fine with it's that. simple as that. Yeah, like it, it's like I've seen people say, people, oh, y'all getting carried away. We're not. Antonio Brown's been really good for a long time. He's better than Jerry Rice. It's the, fine. The, before this season, I'm pretty sure his four-year stretch, like juxtaposed against anyone's, was better than them. And then he's having yeah, he, a better year this year. It was like him and like Calvin Johnson had like four-year runs that were up there with anybody. And Antonio Brown's 29. Like he's he doesn't miss game. He doesn't miss many games. Knock on wood. So I hope this keeps up. I don't see why I wouldn't. Like he he's already doing it with a bad quarterback the past two years. That's the only thing I'm worried. Like as Ben goes down, they've got uh, Josh Dobbs, who I like. Like if he can sit behind Ben a couple of years, hopefully he can like step in and be on the upswing as Brown gets older, so his numbers still stay about the same. That's my only concern. But as far as like prime, if this is like his prime, fifteen hundred yards, seventeen hundred, eighteen thirty four. <laughs> 1284 and right now he's got 1200 yards in 11 games better than rice i have no problem with it i have zero problem with it and he also doesn't cheat like jerry rice correct he does it the right way you understand (laughs) that's classic pittsburgh Steelers football doing it the right way oh man i'm ready to put a whole heap of receivers above jerry rice i have no problem with that a whole heap terrell owens better easy Moss, eat. I mean that. Yeah, I mean, Moss. If you don't think Randy Moss is better than Jerry Rice, you're just an idiot. Uh, but don't you understand? He played 35 years. Don't you get it? I take Harrison over him. Hmm. See, I feel like around there, I feel like that's where a genuine debate could start. Harrison used to terrify me before I knew who Marvin Harrison even was. Just as the football player, used to. It's like, oh, we got the. Well, Colts. that's the only thing I know him as. I don't know him <laughs> anything other than football. We it's like, we got the Colts coming up. It's like, oh, fuck. Like, if we stop Edger and James, I hope Marvin Harrison doesn't have five touchdowns. Like, that was my, it wasn't uh, Peyton. Like, we used to own Peyton for a very long time. So it was never him. It was, let's hope we can contain Marvin Harrison. And, like, the Dallas clock's going to go off. Like, we're, we're going to have to live with that because we have to make sure Marvin Harrison does not get the ball. He was, he's a guy that I kind of think about now. Like, he, played in both eras but like if he came in now like just his ability to like get open and just go down i feel like he'd catch 150 passes like every year yeah, yeah like, like he's just easy it, he never felt like he was some spectacular like any he just did everything like very well you know what i mean like moss yeah. had moss had that breakaway speed and athleticism and could jump over people harrison was obviously a, a great athlete but it wasn't like he was a burner or anything like that he was just much better than everyone else I'm looking right now. I have four, five. He had eight straight years of at least double-digit touchdowns. Yeah, unsurprising. Pretty good. Pretty good. When everybody knows you got the 45 uh, in your thigh pads, I imagine you can get open. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Withers. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about Marcus Harrison, not Martin. <laughs> that guy faint. Trying to think what other wide receivers I'd put over. I, I wouldn't start putting like Andre Johnson. That's when that becomes ridiculous. Yeah, nah. Calvin. Who's like Fitzgerald? Is Fitzgerald better than Rice? I think I'd say yes. Yeah, I this one I'm going to be biased. I just like Larry Fitzgerald more. Uh, but he also has, like, the numbers and longevity to, to go up there with him. 
and he played yeah. with nothing but garbage forever. <laughs> he like he got Kurt Warner's like, man, this is great. I'm just gonna have Hall of Fame quarterbacking forever. Spoiler: He did not. He did not. He had like Max Hall throwing him passes, like all sorts of terrible. John Skelton. Ugh. Like, oh, John Skelton. Ugh. Yeah, Larry Fitz. That's another guy Belichick puts on that level. Like, uh, yeah, and that's another guy Patriots fans been trying to trade for since like '09. Like, as well they should. I like I I can respect a guy like I think he just likes his life in Arizona. I'm yeah, fine with that. But yeah, man, if he could have had any kind of decent quarterback because he's still doing numbers. I know it's crazy. They moved him to the slot I think last year and he just got better. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah. He's like, I can do less. I have less space to work with, but I'm still six four. Like, I, this is this is cake. <laughs> Larry Fitz is incredible. Calvin is one of those. I mean, he played with garbage. He had Stafford for like the second half of his career, I want to say, but it wasn't like Stafford was like a world beater. Like Stafford was all right. Like Stafford now. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. Fine quarterback. Yeah. He's all right. I just, when Calvin would have games, it was, there was nothing. It was like watching like a stronger Moss. Like it was yeah. Like, he's had some of his, or some of the most memorable for me against the Bengals, like the one just like triple coverage. And, like, the picture after the game where he's standing next to A.J. Green, who's also like 6'4, 215, and looks like his nephew or some shit. <laughs> he's like, yeah, me, me and a fan. I went to the Boys and Girls Club and took a picture with this guy. Yeah. Like, if, if you're starting a team, you need someone to catch passes. I don't know how Rice is ahead of Moss, ahead of. Larry Fitz ahead of T.O. Like, I'm looking right. I didn't know Fitzgerald's five in all-time yards. I didn't know that, but he's less than a 1,000 away from being second. And I think he just signed for one more year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but no one's ever getting that number one, even in this era. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I don't – again, I don't care. Nobody nobody ever calls Kareem the best player of all time. It's true. Like, I, longevity is good, but uh, – uh, just give, give me the 10 years of Moss over 25 years of Rice. <laughs> Such a more fun 10 years, too. By far. Way more fun. Legal, too. <laughs> like, Tony, people tell me now Tony Gonzalez is the best tight end of all time. I was like, I understand he's got the most yards. He's not better than Gronk. He's just not. At anything. He's just not. And he's, he's tremendous. He's better at being named Tony, for sure. Yeah. Strong name, strong name, <laughs> handsome fella. Uh, he's no grunt. Probably better on TV, like as an analyst. <laughs> whoa, whoa, than than the Gronkster. Get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, Gronk's significantly better at football. And the the Travis Kelsey people, like, what are you doing? You on what planet? On My what? My favorite pl- the the Jason Witten. Like, I think Jason Witten's <laughs> tight end Rice. And maybe not even because at least Rice was the best. He also played a long time, but he was the best of his era. Witten's just uh, 85 catches, 700 yards. You do that for 15 straight years, yeah, you'll do some numbers. He's tight end Jarvis Landry. There it is. <laughs> tight end Tavon Austin. <laughs> yeah, Witten, a fine player. Damn fine player. Nowhere near this conversation. Like, I- I'm look- they played the same exact years. They're about 1,000 yards apart. But I would take Antonio Gates over Witten. Yeah. Career-wise. Antonio Gates was a monster. Yeah. I had no problem with that take. That's the correct take. 
And that was talking football. Yeah, that was, I, I just keep thinking about the Kelsey people. Like, what are they watching? <laughs> what fucking sport are they watching? I don't know, man. He he talks the talk, man. They I just, haven't been able to look at Kelsey the same since we were on radio and Dave was just like, he just wants to be grunt. Like, I never thought about Kelsey like that, but I was like, yeah, he, yeah he's not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> not wrong is a decent take by Dave. Yeah. <laughs> he tweeted it again yesterday. After Kelsey put up like forty yards in a loss to the Bills, he was like, "Was was Kelsey dancing today? I missed it. I didn't see if he was dancing today." Like I, I feel like I, like I guess it's just like the summer articles. I feel like I saw like, is there a new number one tight end? No, there's not. <laughs> like I saw it with uh, when Eifert had that great year. Oh like, yeah, oh, he's yeah he's gaining on Gronk. Like yeah, he is, but uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> And Eifert, I don't even know if that guy's played in the past two years. I haven't heard that name forever. Him and Andrew Locker are on vacation together. Him and Kawhi Leonard <laughs> got on the banana boat somewhere. Kawhi's there. They just don't know it because he hasn't said anything. No, he just stays in his room. He's a simple guy. It's so crazy, though. To lead the league in touchdowns and you miss 25 games like since you came in the league. I, I See, that's how... No, what were you saying? I was just—I didn't realize Hopkins had the the league lead at nine. When you said Gronk had seven, I was like, "Oh, that's underwhelming." I have—I—I I, I wouldn't be shocked if he led the league this year. Oh yeah, no, he—it's what five games left. If he finished with like thirteen, that <laughs> wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, we get to play the Dolphins one more time. We play the Bills twice. We play the Jets, and then we play oh, yeah, Pittsburgh. That's our—that's our schedule. That's eight touchdowns right there. That might be ten touchdowns. <laughs> well, I'm not. Trying to keep it modest. You know Brady likes to spread it around. <laughs> like, people were, like, adding me all the numbers. Like, again, for Julio, this was last week. Like, how, like on pace. And every single one, Beckham was in there with, like, three less seasons. I was like, you're just making my point that Beckham is <laughs> fucking incredible. I don't get the Odell hate. I guess I kind of get it. He's loud and boisterous and, and a non-white, but. It's true. But Julio looks the part, you understand. Julio is very much a non-white as well, so that's where it gets foggy for me. It's <laughs> yeah, but he does he doesn't say stuff, he doesn't dance. His name's Julio. There's a lot to like. He cho- you what you know what it is? He chopped the dreads. Yeah, yeah. He, he's safe now. If he kept the dreads, uh, people would have a twenty fifth. I don't. I'm. Just, am I the only one who thinks uh, Thielen <laughs> could outrun a route on Julio? <laughs> Call me old fashioned, but uh, yeah, give me Marvin Jones over <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, that was that was in fact talking football, and Brady should be MVP. <laughs> Fast forward to Carson Wentz hoisting it over his head. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. It's gonna happen. Just I, so you, like, just just accept it now, so you're less mad. I'm not saying it's the right choice. I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna. Uh, like be on the Brady bandwagon moving forward. I'm going to be on the Kamara for MVP bandwagon. Mm. I just say, I think you should throw it all behind Wentz, but like, Hey man, guys, he's played the part. Their strength of schedule has been tough and stuff. Just go all in on the Wentz thing. And then when Brady has like 12 touchdowns and no picks in the playoffs, like I, I was waiting for him to play Wentz, man. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I want oh, to mean, sell this team once and for all. Listen, Listen, what what happened last year? Like you think I haven't done this song and dance before? Oh yeah, but even then, like I, 
I think Matt Ryan's season last year was better than what Wentz is doing this year. Not that he's a better player or going forward or anything, but just what they've done. And again, I'm sure that there's some advanced numbers. Uh, they'll be shown to me shortly. But again, like you said, Brady missed the games this year. If he misses no games, then and they're a top one or two seed, that's a lock. Uh, spoiler, it won't be a lock. But I've also done this song and dance, not even just against Ryan last year. I did it Peyton, most of the MVPs he won. I did it with Rodgers every year. All five of them? Yeah. <laughs> I've done it with Rodgers every year when people tell me he's the best quarterback in the league and then he miraculously doesn't score any points in the first half of the NFC Championship game and does not show up in, in the, in the hey, Super Bowl. Man. Mike McCarthy did a stuff. <laughs> They were on the one against the Seahawks, I think, three times and came around, came away with six points. I don't even know if it was nine because I think they went for it on fourth down one of those times. Some Shockingly, didn't get it with a guy who, you know what? He can move his feet, Tyler. That's what separates him from, from Brady. I'll say most talented quarterback of all time. Got all the tools. Looks the part. His name is Aaron with two A's. There's a lot to like. <laughs> when people say that, I, I think they mean like most talent of all time and also lived up to it. Because there's no way you can look at Aaron Rodgers and Michael Vick and convince me one's more talented than the other. Well, I feel like you, if you're playing that card, I think I feel like it's Cam. Like Cam can do right. all of it and is 260. Like if you're playing like just the pure talent part, but he, he doesn't look the part. though, is what I'm trying to say. He's even got the white name going for him. Still doesn't work. Mm, not enough. <laughs> His Instagram posts are funny. That's why he doesn't he doesn't know words good. Uh, CTE man, it's for damn shame. Yeah, the talent. I don't. know. I'll never understand that argument. Supposedly he might not be the best. He's the most talented I've ever seen. Well, you haven't watched a lot of football. That's all that means. Okay. Like okay, congrats. Yeah. Like, what, what do you want? Cause people like people are gonna be livid that I just said. I've said it before. I'll definitely say it again because it comes up all the fucking time. But. Yeah, it may, it just adjust what you're saying because what you're saying is inaccurate. Most talented of all time, it's hard to say it's not Vic or Cam like you just said. Like, hey, you want to say Aaron's been better than them? I'm not going to disagree with you, but you want to just talk right. pure talent? Like, it's not he's not the winner of that. I'm sorry. Mm, 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 mm. Reverse racism at its finest. <laughs> you know, it is talented though. Hmm. Giving giving a good gift is a true talent. Are you good at giving gifts? No, terrible. Well, you're not the most talented I've ever seen then. Mm, I look the part, though. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love how many people keep asking us where they should start on The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> start from scratch. That, that's the only answer. Just start from scratch. Draw it yourself. Draw it yourself. Animate it. Do it all. That's where you start. No. Season, like, I think we've had 10 people ask, and we'll both respond somehow at the same time. Whether or not we were on Twitter, we just know to go respond. I did, my Simpsons senses was tingling. Season 1, Episode 1. Especially this time of year. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially any time of year, but especially, especially this time of year. Correct. Just a heartwarming tale. To, to get that, that family off. You know it was supposed to be the first episode? I think we've talked about this mm -hmm. before. Which one? No, this wasn't part of the ad. This, <laughs> the Babysitter what? Bandit was going to be the first episode. <laughs> Yikes. I, we might not be having this conversation now if that was the first episode. Sure wouldn't, Withers. That, 
Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> they were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Keep this shit on Tracy Ullman where it belongs. I think it was supposed to come out like even a little earlier. Like it was going to be around like Halloween when they're when they usually come out. And it was going to be Babysitter Bandit. And Fox was like, no, <laughs> that's not how we, this is going to go. We'll send your ass back to wherever you came from, groining. Don't try it. <laughs> Babysitter Bandit's episode like seven or some shit. Like they, waited. Say, they, they moved it down the line. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, all right, we'll play your little game. See how this works. That's like, I'm usually pretty anti. Like, oh, let let the artist do, make the art. Sometimes I make good decisions like that. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> just call it fair. Uh, but giving a gift is a, is a talent. I fancy myself a pretty good gift giver. Uh, not quite Leslie Nope level, but like a step below that. Like I, I'll, I'll give him a fine gift. I blew my girlfriend out of the water last year on Christmas. Like it wasn't even close. You did. I remember that. I was like, good grief. Yeah. She, she, she was like moved to tears and I was like, I like the jacket. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Issue laces. Are, oh, there's two of them. Wow. You shouldn't have, man. It's a fine, fine coat. I I wear it every day. But uh, yeah, you're moved to tears. So you're welcome. And I already got a fucking ace up up the sleeve for this year too. She doesn't even know what's gonna hit her in the head. Not me. I want that out there. I was gonna say, not, gonna, not gonna be Woo. me. <laughs> Heavens no. Usually, I put a lot of thought into the gifts I give during the holidays. Um, yeah, last year, my girl, it's telling me to give specific, uh, specifics of the creative ideas. So last year, my girl, my girl's a huge share fan. Huge. I think we all are. Yeah. Yeah. As everyone should be. So I went through eBay, found all sorts of like vintage, like shit, like posters and stuff like that related to her and all these other like stuff she'd never seen or heard of before. And like I gave her to those, gave her those first. I got her like a share vinyl from one of her albums, mm-hmm. like just, just like really doing, doing a good job. And then I peppered in some other random present that had nothing to do with anything just to throw yeah. off the scent. And then in, I got her like, I found this like old, like fan club booklet, like back in like the seventies when that used to be a thing. Um, <laughs> fan clubs or booklets? Both. <laughs> mm. God damn. So it had like all these pictures um, that like came with the membership and like the membership card and stuff like that, nice. and it was all you. kept like very good condition. And then inside the book, I made her open it and go through it because inside the book booklet, I hid two like you hid share. <laughs> share was in the booklet. You yeah. son of a bitch, you. <laughs> she never saw it coming. Uh, <laughs> I hid two like front row tickets to go see her in D.C. on like her upcoming tour, and. Yeah, she she was parsing through everything after I was like f- like held a gun to her head and was like, no, look through it. And like, I'll read it later. No, <laughs> you need to read it now. And when she got to him, she was she thought it was like a mistake. She didn't, she didn't realize like she was like, oh, the person is in the booklet. Yeah, no, those are for me. <laughs> <laughs> the Mick man, me right now. His and, name was Coley too. Weird. Yeah, yeah, and she was uh, just simply moved to tears. I dominated her. Thoroughly pretty dominated good. her. That's pretty good. Let me tell you why Christmas sucks. <laughs> last, last Christmas, I, I didn't know what to get uh, my respectable lady at the time. And so I went through like her Instagram and found like some like obscure like jazz artist that she really liked and got like his collector album and got like another 
She was like, she was big on vinyl. Vinyls, vinyls are a great gift. Tremendous gift. Tremendous gift. We had a couple of the rare vinyls. We broke up the day before Christmas. Oh. And so I had, <laughs> I had to like text her like, I can't remember if it was like New Year's, like the day after New Year's, like, hey, I know you hate me and all. Did the gifts get there? <laughs> yeah, they're great. Thanks. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Yep. So thanks, Bombas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little salt in Trilky's wounds. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Love a good Christmas gift. Listen, I I, I don't want to victim blame here, but maybe if you would got her some Bombas socks, you two would still be together. Probably not. But yes. She... <laughs> well, I guess we'll never know. Huh? It, it, you know, only one way to tell. Uh, sometimes I find the best gift ideas are the ones right in front of me because they're things I use every day, like my Bombas socks. Mm-hmm. Bombas are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. Make sure you throw them on when you're going through a tough breakup. They'll make sure, even though your heart's breaking and pouring all over the place, your feet will at least be nice and toasty. Man, oh, man, I could have used these things uh, some but 335 days ago. <laughs> <laughs> Made from premium cotton, Bombas stay warm in the winter and cool in the summer. And every pair comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. They're the gift that keeps on giving, much like uh, heartbreak on Christmas Eve. <laughs> mm-hmm. Seriously, because for every pair of Bombas you buy, they don't don't donate a pair. Easy. They to... donate a pair of donuts to someone. <laughs> Listen. I, but before I took the train back to Boston last weekend, there's a Krispy Kreme at Penn Station, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't want to start a, a whole stir here. The number one donut of all time is the glazed raspberry filled Krispy Kreme donut. I don't think there's a close second. I haven't. Tr- I'm not huge on fruit. Fi- like I don't mind a fruit topping or something on the donut. I'm not big on the filling. It's so hit or miss. I trust Krispy Kreme, so I don't disagree. But I've had some. Now some fillings of donuts like this is just despicable. <laughs> yeah, keep like Boston cream donuts away from me and my family. Oh no, heavens no. Uh, and trust me, I want to put on for Boston cream because they have Boston right in the fucking title. That I, I won't do it. They're bad. They're you're, really. You're bad. an honest man. Yeah. I listen. <laughs> if 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 you can't take my Tom Brady takes as unbiased now, I don't know what will do it. But <laughs> but. I grew up on Dunkin' Donuts, obviously, and their jelly donuts are very good. I enjoy their jelly donuts, but. When they put Krispy Kreme in Boston for like a year, and then they got ran out of town because their coffee was garbage. But yeah. they put them in there for a year, and I had a glazed, like, raspberry-filled jelly donut for the first time. Like, Dunkin' Donuts doesn't glaze their jellies. It's, like, powdered. And they're good. Oh, no. But I didn't know oh, you... No. Always glaze over powder. I didn't know... Like, I won't have a powdered donut without filling in it. That's just barbaric. But jelly, yeah, that's, that's all I... You're just chewing socks. Bomba socks. <laughs> Jelly was all I ever knew. Like, powdered jelly was all I ever knew. And then Krispy Kreme came through. They don't even have powder involved in any of their donuts. Everything's yeah. glazed. And it's fucking incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Krispy Kreme's just getting a free ad here for their, for their, <laughs> for their delicious glazed product. I, They've also got a uh, an Oreo donut. It's like the Oreo crumble. Mm-hmm. But inside is the Oreo cream. Oh, yeah. Hot off the press. Tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, that's also very good. Dunkin' Donuts had like a cookie dough filled one that was glazed. That one was really good. Sounds strong. Yeah, um, and they had like a brownie batter one too, uh, which was also good. 
Oh, now you're back on brownies. Let's I'm not this. in on brownies. The batter batter is good for anything. You like fish meal batter is probably delicious. Batter yeah, is always thing. good. It's not the same as the finished product. Steve's gonna send an email next week, like just in parentheses. Guys, no donut talk during the uh... <laughs> <laughs> For the oh, love man. of God, we owe Krispy Kreme money. Spread some holiday cheer with Bombas. They have great discounts when you buy in bulk. Awesome gift boxes. Holiday-themed socks. Ooh, I need to get on there. I didn't know they had holiday-themed yeah, yeah, that's strong. I'll wear Christmas. Ooh, I love holiday-themed things. I, I know you don't, but I do. Oh, I said I do. I know. I don't, I don't believe you. I don't believe you at all. I just ate a box of Christmas Crunch, man. What you, <laughs> another free ad. <laughs> Listen, this is the number one free ad. All our videos, I now have a box of cereal prominently displayed. <laughs> the I, what did you think of the uh, Christmas Crunch? I loved them, but I I love Crunch. Right, so I, I was I was in before I opened the box. I I was I I tried to like a J Cole album. I tried to go in with an open mind, and it was disappointing yet again. Mm-hmm. So I just and have a, just uh, it takes a real intellectual to understand Christmas Crunch. <laughs> the Lucky Chimes are delightful. Correct. I did. I did jump into those. Those are just just tremendous. Those should just replace Lucky Charms. Like that's what easy. That's what Lucky Charms should be from now on. Is those like you don't have to keep the winter marshmallow shapes in there, but that should nah. be the base. The cinnamon vanilla. I, that was my only gripe. A little light on the marshmallows. Oh really? I didn't didn't mind it as much. Maybe I just maybe I got to shake my box up. It was a uh, heavy on the cinnamon, which is fine. But I, I could have used a. Another dose of marshmallow. Mine was pretty pretty heavy on the mallows. I don't know, maybe racism. I probably yeah. yeah. Fucking privilege. He is he is a little mick bastard. Like it's very. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Bombas socks holiday edition. I'm I'm as soon as we're done with this, I'm gonna go order some. Uh, even ski socks, which I have no. I might use. need a pair of ski socks too, Daddy. <laughs> For what? I just might. Just to have. To wear. The fuck? Huh? You're not going skiing anytime soon, or is this some life I don't even know you lead? Hey, mind your business. Read the ad. <laughs> Bombas... I'll make my money on the side is my business. <laughs> Bombas has everything for every occasion. Quality and comfort guaranteed. Shop today at bombas.com slash tape and get 20% off your entire purchase. That's right. To thank their loyal customers, Bombas is giving everyone 20% off when you shop at bombas.com slash T-A-P-E. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash T-A-P-E. Get your holiday-themed ski socks today. Can we talk about the other cool thing bombs are doing, or are we not supposed to talk about it? Oh, I forgot about that, but no, I don't think we're supposed to talk about that till we do it. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> Bombas are good guys, though. We'll say that much. They're very good Correct. guys. And we should figure that out. I forgot about that until you just said it. Um... But because we also have movement watches, and they're also good guys. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite guys. MVMT, also known as Movement Watches, was well, this is too far away from my face. I don't know why I thought I could do that. Was founded. It's a little bitty print. Don't don't be <laughs> very small. It's aggressively it's a, small print. In a steel print. I put it on like the table, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is just black black lines." You have to eat it. <laughs> was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. The watchmaker's goal is to change the way consumers think about fashion by offering high-quality, minimalist products at revolutionary prices. With over- like, It was like, we're not trying to change fashion. That's a, yeah. that's a losing man. We're trying to change the way people think about fashion. Yeah. 
that's my I like the vision. Oh, yeah, we we very we I'm just going to read the ad. With over 1 million watches sold <laughs> to customers in 160 160 plus huh? countries. Yeah, that's the second time in a row. Uh around the world, MVMT Watches has solidified itself as the world's fastest growing watch company. Now, we got a radio holiday copy here. So let's see how how holly and jolly it gets. Thought starters. Please mm-hmm. be conversational and make this your own. Well, mm-hmm. I guarantee you no one else reads that, so we've already made it our own movement. Okay, bang for your buck. <laughs> we get it. Holiday shopping can be tough. Uh, if you're a dullard, I love holiday shopping. I get other people, like I, I do this every time. I do a one-for-one deal. I go buy something for someone else, get something for the McMahon. Buy something for someone mm. else, buy something for me. It's It makes the holidays all the, nothing big. Like, uh, I'm not trying to be greedy here, but it just makes, it's kind of like every time I pay a bill, I'll go buy something too. It's like, yeah, I, I equate it to that. I respect it. You'd be like, yeah, I got you a gum was on sale. I, I bought myself a Lamborghini. <laughs> one for one. Yeah. It's uh do you mind if experiment. I have a piece of gum? Uh, yeah. Experiment. But thanks to movement, all that gift-giving anxiety can disappear with the press of a button. These watches make the perfect purchase for just about anyone in your life, guy or gal. And remember, they start at only $95. Listen, you you want to get your Christmas shopping done quick, easy, and in a hurry? You go to bar- or your Hanukkah shopping, your Kwanzaa shopping. I swear to God, if anyone's doing Hanukkah shopping off this podcast, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh- oh, easy. Easy, uh, <laughs> Adolf. No, I don't even know what Hanukkah does. Like, what are their gifts about? Read the ad, boy. We're getting in some hot water. Boy! (laughs) (laughs) Do I look like my avatar is me jumping into a pool? Uh, (laughs) You have heard me talk about movement, and I am sure you got yourself a watch. Now let's finish your holiday shopping and get an MVMT watch for someone on your list. Everyone needs to know what time it is. Get them a watch. Everyone needs to be fashionable. I'd argue that's more important than know what time it is. I agree. I I'd, much rather look, I'd yeah, much rather get a fit off than know what time it is. It's like, uh, Tyler was late, but boy, did he look good. Exactly. That's what that lead with. Man, he was too fresh to get here on time. <laughs> the holiday shopping season is here. With movement, you can skip the crowds and standing in crazy lines and find a gift they'll love at prices that beat department stores. Which is true. You definitely don't want to be near people. Yeah, no. Or departments, to be quite honest. Movement watches start at just ninety-five bucks. At a department store, you're looking at four to five hundred dollar watches. That very like these are the ones they're selling. They're they're shaving four hundred dollars off the top, and they're just saying here, here's here's a stylish fucking watch for you to go stunt with. It is, and boy, do I stunt with it. Movement figured out that by selling online, they they were able to cut out the middleman in retail markup. Providing the best possible price at such great prices, movement watches make wonderful holiday gifts as well. And your family will think, like, oh man, I need to get, I need to get Jim a much more expensive gift next year because I only got him a scarf, and that that only cost me fifty bucks. He must have spent at least four hundred and thirty-seven dollars on this fine watch. Au contraire, they started just ninety-five dollars, my friend. Exactly, but they don't need to know that. Oh no, 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 you. Oh, yeah. Put it in a Tiffany's box, mark it up, in there. Do not put it in a Tiffany's box. <laughs> I don't know who Tiffany is, man. <laughs> put it in your sister Tiffany's 
gift box <laughs> to give to her. Aunt Tiffany loves a goo watch. <laughs> God damn it. Classic design, quality. Put in a Dunkin' Donuts Krispy Kreme box. <laughs> <sighs> We're never going to get ads again. Classic design, quality construction, Very and good. styled minimalism. Over 1 million watches sold in over 160 countries. If that many countries and that many wrists are donning movement watches, what the fuck are you waiting for? There's a kid in Kenya right now fucking flexing. What an MVMT on his wrist. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement. Oh, excuse me, MVMT.com slash mixtape. The watch has a really clean design that makes a great fashion statement. Now is the time to step up your watch game and the watch game of your friends, family, and relatives. Go to MVMT.com slash mixtape. Join the movement today. That's a solid deal. Like 15%, that's basically your tax. Free shipping and free returns, man. I guess department, we said it last week, department stores, your days are numbered. Yeah. As simple as that. Yeah, you're saving well over $500 just joining the movement. I mean, I don't know what else you want. For the year 2G, the rap game changed with one name. Jews ain't the slain, anything on this plane. Remains are found when the best kept secret get heated. You went platinum with a ghostwriter, so in the game you won, you cheated. I'm, trying, I'm looking at the basketball topics we have. The who now? <laughs> Derek Rose quit again. That's that's funny. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, did they even notice he was gone? Like, How did this news get out? I, I think Derek Rose leaked it. He, he he contacted one of his close personal friends that knows how to read and write and uh, mm-hmm. penned a, a letter to the public. Uh, was you able to send it? Was you able to send a letter to Tyron Lue? Was you able to send it? <laughs> and then Woj uh, broke the story that, I, I mean, uh, we we almost forgot about it when we were planning the show because no one really, Derrick Rose has been out of basketball for like six years now. He's, his corpse has been playing, but Derrick Rose hasn't been playing. I feel I was like a, man, I... Coach Lou, I've had enough. Yeah, okay, take some time off. I might take some time off. Yeah, take all the time you need. <laughs> I might not come back this year. Yeah, do whatever best for you, Derek. I might just retire if that's what you feel is best. Nobody here understands me. And he just stormed out. <laughs> J.R. Smith was like, man, what was Shump angry about? Shump's <laughs> like, J.R., I'm talking to you right now. It's like, man, you got back here quick. Where you come from? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Derrick Rose really bad at basketball. Uh, has been for some time. He, before the year, he he thought this was going to be his comeback. He was he was talking about I'm betting on me, and that didn't last <laughs> but a month and a half. Yeah, I hope he didn't uh, lay any of that Adidas scratch on that bet. Adidas has got to be like, yeah, Derrick, uh, you had a good run. What do you say? You hang it up, huh? What do you what do you say? We had a good run. What do you uh, the bygones be bygones? Let us out of that deal. Oh heaven! I would never do that. I'd... Oh no, yeah, they're yeah, they just have to kill me. He's got like six more years on that deal. Mm-hmm. Easy. And I'm, ah, D seems like they're about that life. They're like, okay, they just <laughs> they just kill him. <laughs> I, I think they would have if if Kanye hadn't come around and, and mm-hmm. resurrected Adidas. Adidas is is hot in the streets. Has been for like a year now. Oh yeah, and I. Like Rose still has signature shoes. I couldn't tell you what a single one of them looks like. Ugh, they've all been bad since since one. <laughs> when he and like uh, Dwight used to have them. Ugh. 
And I was like, my God, like these are just bad shoes. Like there are some, like not all LeBrons look good, like walking around, but they're mm-hmm. they're good on court. Right. And these were clearly neither. Right. That that was the problem with them all along. The Lillards and the Hardens, I can see being good on court. I wouldn't rock them around around the town, but I could right. see them being good to play in. Right. And some of the Stephs, even the same way. Like oh, I could see playing in those, but. The roses have all exclusively been bad. Same, like I forgot Dwight even had shoes. D- Tim Duncan had better signature shoes than Dwight Howard. Oh, easily. Like, I just look Derrick Rose signature shoe, and these are some stinkers. Boy, oh boy, I'd walk out on a team in these for sure. <laughs> Two team. <laughs> yeah, at least he gave the heads up this time. I don't think it mattered. I think it would have been way funnier if he just abandoned the team again. Um, again, I don't know if they would have noticed this year. No, no, on the like Knicks. He, was, like he was, just looked around and been like, eh, all right, Calderon, get in there. Derek, he just went to the bathroom. Yeah, they got Wade. They got they got plenty of people who can who can also be bad in his absence. Sure. Isaiah's supposed to be coming back I, shortly? It sounds like soon. He, he, he was, he's been tweeting about it recently. He, I think he's just, I don't know if he's rushing it or if it just wasn't as bad as it had been initially reported. Maybe the Cavs just tried to sell it like he was going to be out longer, just so like it could be a no pressure type situation. Like come back when you're 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 ready. That or <laughs> trying to milk a little something out of the, the Celtics. Like man, I don't. He might not ever walk again. It'd be I mean, a real shame if you guys didn't give us another second round pick. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever survive. I don't know how the eighteen and three team will 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 survive. Yeah, I saw they lost the other day, and I. Steve is on the hot seat. Close personal friend Justice Winslow was was all over the place. Dion Waiters with a, a big dick shot uh, that bounced off the the he, ceiling. He has other shot. That's <laughs> and that's the Justice Winslow shot. Give credit where it's due. <laughs> it did bounce off uh, Justice Winslow's manhammer into the hoop for three. And yeah, no, that was. Uh, it was bound to happen. Celtics won two straight since. We also beat the Pacers without two of our starters. I pointed that out, and people were like, "Whoa, whoa!" We the Pacers. Like apparently, Pacers fans are a thing that follows me. I had no idea. Shout out the three people that tweeted me angrily after I made that. Uh, that after I noticed that two of our starters didn't play, we still won by double digits. You disrespected uh, Darren Collison for the last time, Jack. <laughs> oh, Darren Collison was there. He was there staring at the ceiling after Kyrie put him on the ground. But. Uh, yeah, Victor Oladipo didn't play, so the Celtics win actually didn't count. Mm, yeah, that was my pick to break the streak, but no, they listen to the shows like we'll teach him, we'll break the streak earlier. Well played. Yeah, Indiana. I, <laughs> I didn't realize Victor Oladipo was now better than Miles Turner, but that's a thing. That's a thing people believe in their hearts, and that's upsetting to me. He went to Indiana, man. Don't you get it? No. (laughs) (laughs) He went to Indiana. Miles Turner against the Celtics. 19 points. 7 of 9 from the field. 2 of 3 from 3. 3 for 3 from the free throw line. Um, What's it? His third year? Six rebounds. Only one block. Could have been better. Six rebounds? Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Lance Stevenson was taking all of them. He had eight. But yeah, uh, apparently if 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 Depot had played, that's that's uh, 
the Pacers would have won like 130 to 108, according to the fine folks of Indiana. I mean, to be fair, he has been dynamite this year. Again, it it's amazing what when you actually get the ball in your hand, what you can do with it. It's wild. It's a bonus too. Victor Oladipo's been very good this year. I would never argue against that. I think if you were drafting a team uh, for the future and you took Victor Oladipo over Miles Turner, you should get shot in the head. I don't know, man. See how Victor Oladipo walks? <laughs> now have you seen how Miles Turner walks? He didn't walk at all in that game. He didn't even stand. <laughs> yeah. Turner, that bad gate. <laughs> Every he, he couldn't look more fluid the more I watch him. He looks fucking <laughs> fine. I can't believe that was ever a thing. Well, things like again, he went. What he go eleventh or twelfth? It's like if you get anything at all out of eleven pick, if his hip just falls off right now, it was a good pick. Correct. Like, what are we, like, yeah. What are we, what are we splitting hairs for? People are fucking dumb, man. Real dumb. But, yeah, I look at the standings right now. Playoffs, Indiana's sixth seed. That's not all Oladipo. They're 11-9. and nine. Uh, Apparently would be undefeated if Victor Oladipo played all the games. Um, wow. But tonight. Can't prove it wrong. Tonight, the, one, the, the matchup everyone's been waiting for, the one and the two seed square off. Is it, Pistons? Is it Pistons? Sure is. Yikes. But you know what that means. Oh no! Avery, where's it at? Boston. I was gonna say, yeah, where's it at? Oh, buddy, Avery they're Bradley. They're gonna boom, and I'm gonna get. They're upset. not gonna boom. He's, I don't know, man. He's not gonna get like a a huge, like the biggest ovation there ever was, but he's not gonna get booed. Counterpoint: He's black, <laughs> barely. Just a little food for thought. <laughs> a little food for thought. He's the same shade as the court. Like he's almost invisible. Maybe that's why he's so good at defense. They can't see him because he blends into they the parquet. Well, I don't know. The numbers say he's not. Uh, he's no great shakes there. So. But yes, the eighteen and three Celtics square off against the twelve and six Detroit Pistons. I, I I'm probably gonna cry. <laughs> As well, you should. Especially when Is Kyrie even playing tonight, man. He seems like an emotional guy. Like the, the emotions just might be too much for him. He's, he he's, might be overwhelmed. He's pretty stoic. He's <laughs> he's pretty guy. He's 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 light skinned Kawhi. All right. Now, well, Avery Bradley's a real person. I'm not sure why he's a real person anymore. It's uh, I saw people debating whether or not he's going to get like a tribute video. If he doesn't get a tribute video, I'm going to go fight everyone who works at TD Guide. Also, they got to give him a little something. He was there what six, seven years? Seven. Yeah, uh, you got to. This ain't just a re- another game, man. You got to throw him a little something. Yeah, they fucking better. I can't Spoiler imagine. Spoiler alert: They won't. I don't know. Celtics, the Celtics live for that pomp and circumstance shit. They they might retire his jersey, man. They take everybody else's jersey. <laughs> they take zero off Tatum that like, during the game. <laughs> you either go double zeros or you'll go uh, ninety nine, boy. That's the thing with the Celtics. They'll either retire every jersey or they'll give it away quick, fast. It. I can kind of respect it. You meant everything to us, or you meant nothing to us. <laughs> it's upsetting. Uh, but I, I fully anticipate Avery going off. Or, what's even probably more likely, he puts up a stinker of a game and everyone's like, see, that's why we should have traded him. And that will that will kill me way more than if he just went off for like 40. We, if he scores 40, well, he, he, why didn't he do that when he was here? This is a no win for Avery Bradley. Well, mostly me. He could definitely win. It's, <laughs> well, I mean, 
They might finish 12 and 70. I'm still not sold on the <laughs> Very fair. Very fair. I'm trying to look. Cleveland's made a run. They're back up to the 12 and 7. They'll be tied for the two seed tonight after the Celtics beat the Pistons. So uh, they might take if they play. Oh, they play Philly tonight. So that, yeah, that should be a good one. Is, is Simmons back? Let us see. <laughs> probably not. They're probably. Uh, I can't imagine they. The Sixers would take it easy resting a guy for any reason whatsoever. Let's see. Questionable. Mm. He didn't play last game. I don't know. Questionable. I would guess he probably doesn't. We'll see. Like literally, it will happen. The game will definitely happen. <laughs> we'll know, we'll have the answer to that. Um, I I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm going to here and now. No. Um, I got I have an inside source from Philly who has told me that Mark L. Fultz has never been injured. Oh no. Yeah. It's not great. So he's just bad. He's just actually scared. Oh no. So I don't that, know uh... why he's shooting with his left hand, some sort of ruse. But he, he Why would Roan say such a thing? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey now. <laughs> Adam Adam this is the first time I've seen Roan in, in weeks. He has no he's got nothing. <laughs> he wished me a happy Thanksgiving three times today. That's what Roan told me. Right. <laughs> he got been working hard, man. <laughs> he has. He's been in West Virginia, Michigan, all sorts of terrible places. <laughs> but it wasn't him. Yeah, it was uh... it was another man man in, in not in this office. Who said yeah? And this this guy's been right before about Philly stuff, so I trust him. And he said yeah, Fultz just just as the yips like like Rick and Keel like just oh no, Markel Knobloch oh no. <laughs> Look, he's young. He's still I believe he was the youngest player in the draft, if I'm not mistaken. So he's the youngest player in the league. I I still like it's not a great look. I remember clowning Royce White for for his anxiety problems, which was very immature of me. Um, I I feel terrible for Royce White these days, as I've grown and matured. But Markel, I, I just go out there and ball. You can you, he he was very talented. I would hate I, a lot of Celtics fans have been really really uh, dickheads about how well Tatum's played and Fultz not even being able to play. Mm. So I, I Celtics fan <laughs> dickheads. Boston Celtics? What? Get out of here. Like, Fultz and Tatum can both go on to be Hall of Famers, and you can easily say we won that trade. Like, it would, you could do that as well. Like this, It's true. I don't think uh, month two of their rookie careers is the time to call it, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm very happy with how the trade went down, and I still want Fultz to be good. I would love for that. Why wouldn't anyone want that rivalry for the next 15 years? That's what I don't understand. Because that guy did not play in the NCAA tournament, Coley. That's why. Tatum barely fucking played in the NCAA tournament. We ain't talking about him right now. <laughs> no, wait, so, what, so what, like, what's the plan for, like, is he just going to, like, ease his way back into it? He's just not going to play forever? Like, what? That, how, how, do you, how do you beat this? That I haven't been told. I mean, and kill change positions. I don't know how you can do that. Like, center? <laughs> he just puts on uh, 30 pounds. That's the post. <laughs> Markel Barkley? Hey, it's time. Um, I don't, I think he just needs to have one, just like one game 
where it just clicks. I think that's. I think it's just going to take time. But I, I don't know. Maybe the. I don't know if the D League would help or kill his confidence because he hasn't been there yet. So I don't know if they've talked about it. Uh, I don't know what their plan is or what it should be because uh, I've never. Every player I've, I've I've always drafted just comes right in. Sure. But you hate to see it. I'd much rather it be a terrible shoulder injury. Yeah, I was. I felt very good about that. I was like, oh, whew. He just got uh, some sort of degenerative condition. Correct. I don't. I guess I would. I'd probably say D League, and then bring him back off the bench. Like, I don't see, but they're like they're in the playoff race. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Like, if he doesn't play again this year, but you want him to play again this year because you want him to play. Like, you just want him to play for the rest of his career. Right. But that's all I'm saying. Like, if they were either, well, I was going to say, if you're, like, out of it or you think you're going to make it either way, then, yeah, just, like, just bring him back, start him uh, G League, then bring him off the Sixers bench, and then if he, like, works his way into a starting role, get him back in the starting role. But, yeah, I'd, I'm still high on him. I, that's <laughs> very concerning to hear, but I am wishing yeah. well for him. By the way, I hope it's not true. I hope I was fed poor information. I hope it is as terrible as it say. I hope it is just a shoulder injury he's working through. But <laughs> I hope it's just something debilitating. Yeah, terrible pain he's caused. Physical pain, not mental anguish. Yeah, guy can't take off his shirt. I love it. <laughs> that would be at this point though. It's best case scenario. <laughs> easily, like very easily. So Markel, uh, all is well. Fucking just go out there and ball, kid. You can do it. I feel like he's yeah. I feel like he's in the right spot for it. Like Simmons said a year, and Bede said most of the years. They they just like it's it's a marathon, not a sprint, man. He'll be fine. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe getting traded like that, and why don't they want me, man? Type stuff. I can see that fucking with you when you're like seventeen, eighteen. Sure. So I don't know, but Philly. Philadelphia, a very forgiving city, though they they'd never hit anyone with a barrel drum of a condiment so he's got nothing to do <laughs> he just gets hit with honey mustard it might snap him out of it guy went 35 the next night <laughs> so yeah get well soon Michael get back out there uh, kind of the opposite end of the spectrum a guy who's well established and still very young uh, Giannis ready to beat the hell out of anyone and everyone. I kind of like it. I love it. His own assistant coach can catch the hands. That means anyone can catch it. And that's a troop. You can't fight back against a troop. Oh, yeah. Well, that, yeah. never mind the fact that he's 6'11". And, <laughs> <laughs> like, never mind that. Yeah, he, if he was 5'11", he'd still put the hands on him because he is a troop. Correct. Did you hear his explanation? He was like, man, I threatened to kill every coach. Gotta, this is nothing. This is just like the one y'all heard. And I was like, you know what? I'm fine with that. Right? Yeah. Like if, he, if you're just like this to everybody, it's not like he has a particular gripe with that coach or anything. Like, yeah, he's just a fiery guy. I'm, I don't have an issue with that. Especially since he's he has the reputation as the nicest guy in the world. So it's, it was the first time any, like the public got to see that side of him. And I'm, all, I'm here for it. He's been working with KG closely a lot recently. Hopefully I don't know. I, was it was his rookie year or something when he like threw Olenek into the stands? I feel like he's got oh, like the nasty. St- oh, I feel like he has a couple of those, but still gets the nice guy rap, which I'm fine with. But 
maybe he's a less than nice guy. Doesn't affect him as a player, but maybe, I don't know. He likes smoothies, so he's a nice guy. He likes smoothies. He wrote Cupcake on that whiteboard that one time. He's a, he's a swell guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a good kid. Good kid. <laughs> They're out of the playoff race. I didn't know they had slipped that bad. Yeah, they haven't. I feel like since the Bledsoe trade, they haven't meshed yet. And I get trying to work in a player like that's tough. I think uh, Monroe did a little bit more for them than anyone wanted to ever admit. Well, see, they have. That's like since Bledsoe, they're, I think, five and three. That's why I was like, Jesus, were they that bad before? Yeah, but who, who, well, we pointed out the games they were losing uh, before that trade. Like it was all to top tier type teams. Mm. Um, I know they got spanked by the Maverick. Like I think the yeah, that's five and three since Bledsoe, but the three losses they've had have all been double digits. Right. So they lost to Washington by ten, uh, and Washington is Washington. They are who they are. The Mavericks one eleven to seventy nine. Like those are the kind of losses. Where, Not great. Where it's like, all right, did, have these guys ever spoken to each other before? Like, do they know anything about each other? Because the Mavericks are really bad. Yeah, they stink. And even then they needed they got a win over Phoenix, but overtime and it took forty from Chris Middleton. So it's like I don't I don't know, something something's awry there. Giannis yeah. is ready to choke uh, coaches. And you defense is like they've got a lot of good defenders, but their defense isn't that good. And Utah was a thirteen point loss and Utah isn't exactly world beaters right now. Yeah. So they've got at Sacramento next. I could I could see a loss there. Oh yeah, this is and Sacramento stinks too. They're in the midst of a four-game road uh, road series, road trip. So yeah, they're at Sacramento tomorrow, but a few three days, off, uh, two days off. So that could help. And then they play Thursday at Portland. I don't know. That's probably a loss. Portland's pretty good. I could see one of those games like another like twenty-point loss, probably Portland. But I don't know. Sacramento <laughs> Scalabizia has fifty-eight points. <laughs> Yeah, I I wouldn't be shocked if they lost both of these. Yeah, something's I don't know. Some something's not smelling right up there. No, Giannis um, trying to beat everyone up. They're, they're I mean, they've got one, two, three, four, five wins this month. One, two, three, four, five. They're five and six this month. And I think yeah, those first three were right before Bledsoe started, and since then he like he hasn't been shooting well, but I don't feel like he's played that poorly. But yeah, something is not in the teams. I don't know if he should like come off the bench or something, but like to start it out or what? But they, yeah, Jason Kidd's got his hands full. The teams they beat: Phoenix, who's bad, and like you said, in overtime needed forty from Middleton. They beat Detroit at home after losing to Detroit on the road, uh, and they beat Detroit by four after losing by nine. Uh, they beat Memphis, who's their own debacle uh, this month. Mm-hmm. Memphis is the wheels have fallen off real hard there. Uh, and they they beat the Lakers by eight, and the Lakers are bad and not good. I don't know. Hey, Lakers like a nine seed right now, man. They have been all year, but they're yeah they're eight and eleven. Like the eight seeds, nine and eleven uh, out in out in the West. So the West doesn't Lonzo look good. MVP love. Okay, I hear you. There are two teams we both picked to get into the playoffs who are currently one's tied with the Lakers and one has played a half game. Let, or played a game less than the Lakers, and that's the Clippers and the the Thunder. The Thunder, I don't know what the hell was going on. Someone said earlier their point differential is of a team that should be like thirteen and five. I think that's the amount of games, or thirteen and six. 
Yeah, they play 19 games. So their point differential points to a team that their record should be 13 and 6, but they're currently so basically they're they're winning big, losing small if I'm uh, interpreting that correctly. That's like they've got a better point differential than the Spurs, who are the third seed right now. Right. They've got a really good defense, but I don't know, that offense just ain't clicking. There's only one ball, Tyler. <laughs> People forget that. I I don't know, man. Like I'm starting to see like a little like some digs at Russ coming. Like, did you see the video where he was going for the triple double and the the Warriors were on the bench laughing? No. They were like in the game that they won. Like we're up right. twenty points or whatever in a couple minutes. Russ passed one to Adams and Adams like didn't have a he didn't have any kind of look at it at all. Passed it back out and Russ just throws his hands up <laughs> and the the guys on the Warriors bench are just like falling out. There's another one he passed to Ferguson, maybe, who either missed the shot or passed it. And he like, Russ is just like shaking his head. Like he's clearly looking for the triple double because he finished with nine assists. <laughs> and it's not uh, not working out too hot. Beat the Warriors, then lost to, in back to back nights, lost to the Pistons, which isn't bad. Uh, lost by 16 to the Mavericks, which is bad. Yeah, the Mavs are heating up here. The hottest 5 and 15 team in the league. It's Dennis Smith's time, baby. So yeah, but I don't know. Like I thought, the stat hunting, like last year, you have to keep him involved, get him to sign. But yeah, if he's gonna still do, it, actually, he's got teammates now. I I don't know. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, right now, eight and eleven, it doesn't look good. But like you just said, they beat the Warriors by twenty. Their point differential is better than the Spurs. And like you said, they lost on a back-to-back to the Pistons. That's not exactly the easiest game. So could it just be schedule losses? Like, are they actually playing as bad as their record looks? Or are they just kind of... Because like I said, the nine, the eight seed right now is 9-11. and 11. It's not like the West mm-hmm. is as loaded as we thought. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be fine. But even, like, coming up, they've got at Orlando, then home against Minnesota and San Antonio. And then Utah. So I don't Minnesota's beat them twice already this year, both I think like at the buzzer. So those games haven't been blowouts, but mm. they haven't beat them yet. It's hard to beat somebody three times. People forget that, Colin. <laughs> Very easy to beat them twice, not three times though. That's uh, impossible. And then the Clippers, um, seven and eleven. A lot of people, including us, were like, "Oh yeah, Chris Paul's out of there. Addition by subtraction." However, only us and not these other people who were saying similar sentiments. I think we're the only ones who calculated for Doc Rivers having to coach a bunch of people who weren't Eastern Conference All-Stars in 2011. I'll say, yeah, you could have stopped at calculating Doc Rivers having to coach. Right. Right. So I'm not hitting any panic button on the Clippers yet. And Other people are. I'm not. I think they're going to work it out. I don't think the Jazz are going to make the playoffs. That's my take. <laughs> a scorcher. I know. That's what I'm here for. Well, my whole thing, like, yeah, they could make it, but after what they've been doing, like, do they do they, like, do they even want the seven or eight seed? Like, what does that what does that get them? They're two games from the A seed, two wins away from the bottom seed in the West. Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe you think about moving DeAndre Jordan. It's a thought. It's definitely a thought. And if you can get that Brooklyn pick and also be bad on your, I, see, I don't know if. 
they trade DeAndre because they'd have to get some sort of player back in order to make that trade work. They just can't get the pick. Tristan Thompson. Right. Like, I don't know if that team, like him and Blake starting together is not with what else they already have there. That's not a bottom five team. It could be if uh, you forget who the coach is, Coley. I don't. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, I don't. <laughs> wow, like, even, like, Blake is shooting like 40% this year. Like, he's Blake's shooting 42% this year. Like, he's just not having a good year. The injuries, like, Gallinari's missed time. I don't know if Teodosic has played since those no, first couple. Definitely games. hasn't. Pat Bev has missed some games, and that's to be expected. But I just think it's sometimes it's like timing. For like sure. They miss these games at the end of the season. They're already in the playoffs, whatever. But now if you have a chance to maybe get a high pick and maybe move a DeAndre Jordan that might not resign with you anyway, that tried to literally tried to leave you and was barricaded until he did not, I, I feel like you got to think about it. Is he up after this year? He can opt out, or is he just up? I think he's just up. Yeah, I might just try and move him because they're not winning a title regardless. And if you can, if if the Cavs are dumb enough to trade the Brooklyn pick for that, and even if the Brooklyn pick's like the seventh pick, like that's better than just losing DeAndre for nothing by a lot. Oh yeah, that's a win. Let's see. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan, he has a player option for next year, which even if he stays, I feel like he opts out and just gets the longer term deal. So I can't right. imagine he he takes that. And yeah, again, literally just tried to leave. Yeah, so very I, very shortly ago. And not a chance he would ever stay in Cleveland. No. Yeah, you might be so able to I, finesse him back. <laughs> Trade him and then bring him back. Yeah. I, yeah, the older role Jerry Chapman. West is in the yeah, Jerry West is in the mix now. He if there's anybody that could do it, it'd be him. Correct. Yeah, I'm I'm you're talking me more into it. Um I'm just saying like if you like again, they won't be a bottom five team, but say if they can get that the Nets pick seven or eight, they would have like two top 10 or 11 picks to put around Blake and a little cap space, I'd imagine. Yeah, I don't the hate Wills that. Will's a free agent. Yeah, you'd have that DeAndre money off the books. Cause even if you trade DeAndre, DeAndre is very good, don't get me wrong, but it, like they could still sneak into that eight seed, and if that's what the 16 pick, or yeah, six, no. 15. 15 pick and the seven pick, that's not terrible either. No, it's not bad at all. And even I just feel like if they they get into the the A seed, the Warriors would just it'd be a boat race of epic proportions. Oh yeah, and I'm fine with that. Oh yeah, I'm from this side of it. I'm just saying, if I was a Clippers fan, I might want to tank it out. And I don't know, not I don't know if they would ever give up that pick. I was trying to think. I don't even know where else. Cleveland doesn't like, have any picks use... of their own. Yeah, well, if they did, they just blow... like who could use a DeAndre Jordan right now? They could actually get him. Boston. What would you what would you be willing to give up for him? Not a lot because we don't like need him, need him, and it's not like if we get DeAndre, <laughs> that's the piece that puts us over the top. You know what right. I mean? Like DeAndre is a nice player to have in terms of like need. <sighs> Toronto, like maybe if they that's could also like, like Toronto switch JV know. out for him. Yeah, JV and a pick or I, one of those young guys. I feel like Toronto's got like eighteen million young guys. They do, but I definitely wouldn't trade OG in that deal. Oh, no. I probably uh, wouldn't even trade Powell in that deal, and Powell hasn't looked as good as he did last year. Yeah, like the Wizards. I don't know if the Wizards have enough. I would like DeAndre in Washington. Yeah. The Knicks. The Knicks are just collecting centers, it appears. <laughs> you just... They got to match Philly, baby. They got to. <laughs> the Atlantic goes big. I wonder. I don't like Milwaukee. I'd like DeAndre in Milwaukee. Mm. 
I mean, they, they're having, like you said, they're five and three. I think it's a pretty fraudulent five and three, but they're having a tough enough time melding one guy that they just got there. I don't know if they can do it with another. I don't know if they can do it with one. Why not <laughs> bet on the talent? Cancel each other out? Yeah, just yeah, just bet on DeAndre Jordan being better than John Henson. It's a, it's a pretty safe bet, and they do like length there. I just don't know. Do They have, they had to give up a pick for Bledsoe, right? Yeah, I'm not sure what year, but they did. Mm, yeah, I think so they did come off a pick. I don't know if it's the time, to, especially if DeAndre is going to be a free agent. I don't know if it's the time to be moving multiple picks. You don't think he'd resign in uh, Milwaukee? You don't think he'd like to stay in, in my home away from home away from home? I think it's it's debatable for sure. What about Dallas? What if Dallas threw him like not Nerlens in a pick or Nerlens in some stuff? Like here, you get a defensive center. We get the guy who was going to sign with us. Like we know he he likes Dallas enough. Not or I mean, you throw a protection on the pick. You don't give him the pick this year, right? Yeah, it would have to be a pretty heavy like two years worth of protections. But it's interesting. Because, like you said, you know, Cuban wants to just throw him the bag anyways. So I think that one's interesting. But, again, at that point, I think if if the Clippers are trying to get back a pick for now so that they don't waste Blake, then I wouldn't look to them at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got – Blake signed the five-year monster, so they got plenty of time to – Yeah, but his legs could also that. fall off. Could. Oh, they will. Rest assured. Right. So it's going to be like the next three years type deal. And yeah, I- I don't know, with with Porter out and depending on how his physical, I mean, with Porter out, like OG got out and he slipped to the 20s. Like you might be able to get Porter at 15 now. I don't know, man. I picked Donch twice. (laughs) I draft him first and I trade back and I draft his rights again. It's a strategy for sure. (laughs) Definitely a strategy. Um, I was thinking, like, I think the Hawks, should move our close personal friend Dwayne Dedman. Like I think they should call the Cavs. Oh yeah, yeah the Cavs clearly have no problem with trading future picks. He'd be a little defense. He'd be the best center they have on that roster. Correct. And the Hawks could just keep tanking. Yes, yeah, sell high, sell high yeah. on the Deadman. Sell on the highest. He's shooting like fifty percent from three. Like Deadman's having a hell of a season. He is. He is. He's actually good. It's true. That would be interesting. Yeah, the Cavs. I mean, the Cavs have looked much better of late. And LeBron has been playing all of the minutes, so I assume his vacations. Yeah, his vacations coming up soon. Um, but they definitely do need to do something if if their true intention is to win the East and try and beat the the Warriors again. Maybe that's why LeBron's like, "It, if you come back a couple weeks early, let me take a couple weeks in Miami, and then we'll uh, we'll be back in business by February or so." It, it's worked before. Yeah, I don't like you come in. You don't have to. Like we'll, we'll figure our way out together at a, at a later date. You run the show. You get comfortable with these guys. I'm already comfortable with them. I can play with anybody. And uh, yeah, we'll give it a go in March. There are worse strategies, like what the Clippers in in Oklahoma City are doing. <laughs> it's true. And we, I mean, this show's been two hours and twenty minutes so far. I do want to talk about Towns' defense, but not today. Let's see if we can figure <laughs> it out by well, Wednesday. Uh, My God, I'm hoping because it's gotten to a point where it needs to be thoroughly discussed by the two biggest Towns fans on the planet. Yeah, I, I can no longer uh, cape for this kind of defense. I, I think I may have figured out a solution, but. Well, again, we'll we'll reconvene on Wednesday. We'll break it down. We'll fix it. 
here because <laughs> he needs it. That's what we call a tease. Yeah, that was a big-time tease. Uh, first ever, I think. <laughs> but it's been mixtape. Uh, is the guest supposed to be this week? Is the what? The guest. The the what? Uh, I, I thought so. When you said I wasn't sure if it was this coming week or the following week. So well, I know it was, it was supposed to be November, so November ends this week. So I think I so. Like, yeah, so that's this week, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll may, ask the guest. Yeah, maybe that will be for with this Thursday's episode as well. Maybe it'll be next next Tuesday. You're gonna have to wait and see. Stay tuned. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Tom Bro, dude. Yes. Rest in peace, Porter. Yes. Car care is fun for Flint. Smash that donation button. It is the holidays. Grow a heart. Even if you don't, help them anyway, please, please, and thank you. True. Uh, and we'll see you guys later this week. See ya. Fucking with these hoes once I leave the North Pole. Playing with that taco like my name is Pot. What's the night before Christmas? I'm straight riding. Got that gap beside me, so don't try me. Tiny Tim wants 2K, he was good all year. His mama got a bet he can see her taco from the rear. Mrs. Claus gonna be okay, she won't shed a tear. She know Gucci like to play, I've been good all year. Getting no Z of the loud boy, Xbox One. Take a pull, this shit, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. The sack is a luego. Talk a time, you call me Pedro. Isabella, she call it the Yako. Get the fuck shit, it's okay though. Kitchi, kitchi, kitchi. Bad bitch on my lap, telling me her Christmas list. She gon' get everything she wants. Hope she wants this dick. Order 40s by the crate. Call me Nucky North Pole. Jordan Force on the boardwalk. Mikey Sorrentino. Drop off these presents, then it's taco time. Throw a bitch off with the glass. Reverse the game, my boss up for taco, man. Reverse ducking my boss up a taco, man. Throw a bitch off the glass and duck my boss in a taco, man. It's taco time. It's taco time. Uh, fucking with these hoes once I leave the North Pole. Playing with that taco like my name is Paco. Fucking with these hoes once I leave the North Pole. Playing with that taco like my name is Paco. Taco. Taco. It's taco time. Taco, 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 time. Fucking with these hoes yeah. once I leave the North Pole. Playing with that taco like my name is Taco. We on a building, but y'all act like you don't know. It's Gucci Clouds and Young Rudolph Ho. And we for the kids, but we love these new thoughts more. I seen Gucci reverse 362 tacos. Same time, dang, that's hang time If your dame fine, he'll grab the reins Make me change flight and take a straight line To your girl house, unwrapping your girl blouse And do mic and drills all night inside your girl mouth Flying around the world of you from the top of seven head Geechee, break him off, I'll take a sloppy second set I ain't a choosy deer, show me them boobies, dear Quit fronting, I know which list had you this year Waited all evening, taco so good it don't even need
teasing in. Then once the sun is down, the chimney ain't the only thing we coming down. Ooh. Yo, Fupa gonna be my chalupa. Yo, stuck my balls in your taco, say booyah, booyah. I once saw Geechee snatch a six foot four dude with a beard's hoe, toss her off the backboard, dunks this guy's hoe on him, shatters the backboard, pieces of glass go everywhere, it's in the taco, very dangerous situation, supremely disrespectful. I come through on the baseline, 720, whole arm in the taco like Vince Carter, I'm just hanging there. People like, is it the shoes? Nah, bitch, is it the hooves? Rangers don't wear shoes, idiot. got them hoes, fuck nigga, you know. Why you standing under mistletoe with a bitch built like a pot rose? Said your bitch built like a pot rose. Tongue all in her throat. Damn, that's a big hoe. Goddamn, nigga, that's a big hoe. Fuck fucking with these hoes once I leave the North Pole. Playing with that taco like my name is Paco. Fucking with these hoes once I leave the North Pole. Playing with that taco like my name is Paco. Taco, taco, it's taco time. Taco, 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 taco time. Fucking with these hoes once I leave the North Pole. Playing with that taco like my name is Paco.